0: the never hanare podcast the podcast open to whoever the hell hanare says it's open to uh hopefully me and mr andy because we have to do the show but uh my my name is luke i am your host of the never hanare podcast and with me for the first time ever is mr guy say hello mr guy
1: hey thanks so much for having me on the Hanare <laughs> open podcast where we talk about Hanare things only and whatever Hanare wants us to talk about because he makes the rules, Luke.
0: It's so true. He does make the rules. And today, Oh my goodness. Apart from him making the rules, we've got news, voice emails, diaries, supercard of honor review that has a huge new Japan component to it. There's you know quite a few wrestlers having matches on that show. All that kind of stuff. And, uh, of course, two Road to Secure Genesis shows to cover. But first, if the uh, Skype gods will let me, there are ways people can contact us if they wish to. And that is uh, on the Tweety. I am at Grumpy2EB. Mister Guy is at at Drusifer Tweets. Collectively, we are at Never Open Pod. And if you like to send written or voice emails, you can do that too. NeverOpenPod. <laughs> at gmail.com also if you've got a bit of extra money kick it our way we've got a teespring store where you could look never as there we are boom
1: i wonder what hanari thinks about the mandalorian you know mercedes oh. monet is in that show she just showed up this week and i wonder what hanari thinks about baby yoda i'm sure he thinks that baby is awesome because
0: baby yoda is Awesome, hecking. See, I'm not so jaded a Star Wars fan that I can't like look at Baby Yoda and not think that he is the most adorable thing in the world, <laughs> and uh, he must be treasured at all costs.
1: <laughs> it's true. It's amazing.
0: I'm Plus... not that bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Luke, we got a million things to talk about, and uh, I just want to know: Are you ready for the Hikaleo versus Finley feud that's coming? Are you ready for that?
0: Uh. Yeah, I think I'm ready for that. Wouldn't he fight against Tamatonka because he beat him for. He's a. All right. Yeah, I'm ready for that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. We'll see. It might
1: happen. But uh,
0: uh, I'd just be happy to see Hikaleo. Didn't he just have a fucking huge match against, uh, like, a uh, Leaving Star? Where is he? He's going to be at Cherry
1: Blossoms, which is tomorrow. So we'll be watching that. Or today for you.
0: No, it's tomorrow. It's Good Friday for me right now.
1: Oh. Is that the good? Is that when the good stuff happens?
0: No, everything's fucking shut, and I'm about as <laughs> I'm, I'm not very religious. You could probably tell that by the photo I sent you last night, Mister Go. But uh,
1: <laughs> I was wondering what that was for.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, it's a uh, it's Easter weekend here in Australia. I assume it is for you, but uh, yeah, I don't like chocolate or religion, so you know, this this weekend's kind of wasted on me.
1: Oh man, Cadbury eggs are the bomb. You
0: know, Hanari loves those. Come on. Yeah. Hanari's listening to this thing. I was like, he doesn't like chocolate. Get him the fuck off this show.
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's like, look at me. I don't eat chocolate. You assholes. <laughs> so... <laughs> oh,
0: boy. Oh, my goodness. But, yes. <clears throat> so, there is so much news to cover. Let's let's get, get into some of that. Uh, I reckon we'll save some of that super card-ish kind of stuff for uh, maybe after we've, you know, played Ian's stuff. So we can uh, jump on that, but there's after. Apart from that, holy shit, there's lots of news. Uh, I did not watch SuperCard of Honor, even though in the Realm. I said I probably might check it out. But uh, I had to do a lot of traveling that day just to uh, go to a friend's house. My best man Tim uh, went to his for the weekend, and I did something I haven't watched, haven't done in ages, Mister Guy. I watched WrestleMania. I watched the WWE show. I watched both days. Uh, I have to admit, like. I Yes, I refer to them as evil often. They are the evil empire, all that kind of stuff. But uh, I watched those two nights, and I enjoyed myself. In fact, uh, usually when I watched uh, WWE shows in the past, Mr. Guy, I would be like, good match. That finish sucked. Good match. Oh, my God. That finish sucked. That good match. Oh, my God. That finish sucked. Stop doing that. Uh, th- th- I think this whole WrestleMania, I only really felt that about one match, and I bet you, you could tell what that match is.
1: Logan Paul <laughs> versus Seth Rollins. You wanted Logan
0: oh, Paul to win. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh I follow him on all the socials. His career's been amazing to watch <laughs> unfold. <laughs> in fact, uh, I've only heard of Logan Paul because he's done crossover stuff into stuff that I'm, I am interested in, like wrestling and stuff. But... uh <laughs> Yeah, uh, I did. I did dig it. Like uh, I like the four way men's tag match, which was for nothing. It was a really cool showcase. But I did see Clark. What's his name? Ready, Rilling Gable, that guy. I oh, did okay. see him do a. Yeah, I did get this. I thought you were going to tell me I'm roboting. Uh, I did no, get to were, see him. you. You were going to call him Clark Gable, which is pretty funny. I was so, going to call him Clark Gable. Uh, I was it's was Digesting
1: Gable. that. So.
0: <laughs> Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I uh, <laughs> saw him do a rolling German suplex on Braun Strowman, so I don't care if the mattress was for, for nothing. Uh, that that was gnarly. I like Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley. I like the uh, idea of Rhea Ripley, who can easily destroy someone's face, uh, doing that with uh, German suplexes. Uh, that was terrible. <laughs> I mean, come on. I like that. I like I liked Sammy in the Usos. Uh, Edge versus uh, Finn Balor had it had a big stalling moment because you know someone got a ladder to the head and his head cracked open. But Edge came out to South of Heaven from Slayer, which was I was pretty happy with. Um, it's going to be embarrassing to admit to to you, and I, I did admit it on the Tweety. But uh, I saw my first Walter match. I will not call him Gunther, uh, and uh, it was against Drew McIntyre and Sheamus, and I thought that was. Pretty nervous, fuck, and a great time. In fact, it was one of those triple threat matches where it's, all right, there are times where it's just two people in the ring, but I felt for a good portion of it, it was the three guys battling it out. And I was like, oh, all right, cool, well worked. And, you know, well, fuck Roman Reigns. Uh, Yeah.
1: People are (laughs) mad. They're all mad at him because he won the match because over the guy that he was was supposed to lose to because the fans said he was i love wrestling it's so funny and uh you know i watched a little bit of it because i was i went to a hockey game this is a nice transition with my buddy will uh shout out to will will is tremendous individual and i will tell you more about him in a moment but i was on my way home from a hockey game about two hours away which by the way Hockey game was a fucking blast, so that was fun. And they won in overtime, and uh, it was tremendous. Anyway, so I I had a two-hour drive ahead of me, so I was like, well, I'll just put fucking WrestleMania on my phone and, you know, balance it, like, haphazardly on my leg while I drive you know, so no big deal. No, actually a nice little spot that I put it where I can see the road (laughs) and my TV phone. So anyway, so I watched that match and it was really good. And I watched a little bit more of WrestleMania. It looked like a good time. You know, people seemed to really like it and it had an excitement feel about it. But one thing that about it that is important is that this season, this is like you know the biggest part of the year in america for wrestling so you know it's big everywhere in the world right now and it feels like wrestling's super hot right now and that's great so i enjoy the kind of like you know wrestlemania effect that happens i'm not interested in necessarily you know uh wwe or anything like that but i enjoy the effect and it's it's had some good effects and stuff obviously they sold the company too, which is, I mean, fucking Vince McMahon showing up out of nowhere with dyed hair and a mustache. What is happening? It's like it's, it's me, the, Vince McMahon. It's like the most pro wrestling thing ever. It's just so bizarre, and I, you know, what what can you say about it? Uh, I also have to mention that the the, the McMahon, John Waters
0: stash, by the way, the John Waters he does. stash.
1: He does. He should, you know. You should read that divine. Ah, uh, oh, I'm gonna make shit. you be a pink flamingo. <laughs> it's tremendous. It's just like legalized murder. Kill everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's white on Labor Day. It's so amazing. But uh, you know, I I also have to shout out the uh, the Shane McMahon debacle.
0: <laughs> Dude, that was fucking that was incredible amazing.
2: to watch. Amazing. Incredible
0: to watch like like the, the ref be like like call a quick audible to Snoop Dogg and then Snoop Dogg to be just like yeah all right I got this I'm just gonna punch him in the face uh all right I'll do a people's elbow then boom and I'll pin them in it's right fine whatever I, just a two-time WWE way, champ. Just pin him.
1: as always I have an indie wrestling connection so that ref was used to be a wrestler and uh she was like Asia Carrera or something like that and she uh I saw her win the girl fight championship in front of like 30 people
0: long time
1: ago so. and here she is uh yeah here here awesome
0: she is man. rescuing a spot because of a uh <laughs> a leapfrog botched by shane mcmahon that was i mean i don't oh, hate that he got injured so... but it's fucking funny uh, I'm, oh I'm it's sorry. hilarious
1: he'll be fine yeah so yeah all right all that stuff is important and whatever so we got that out of the way but luke tell me the big news tell me about the big news i want to hear your thoughts you witnessed it i did not what's going on
0: All right. So uh, for a guy that wants us to breathe, he certainly knows how to make us hold our fucking breath for a long time because uh, everyone knows by now. So it doesn't matter if I uh, allude to it. But, uh, you know, I'm watching Dynamite and I'm like, "Eh, I wish I had something better for Ricky Starks to do than Ricky Starks versus Juice Robinson. No offense to you, Juice, but man, you seem rudderless right now. It's, it's crazy. Like, where do you belong? What company have you signed with? What are you doing? Like, I don't know. It's just confusing to my brain. And I'm like, I'm like, you're just a new Japan guy. They had a job to Ricky Starks. And I'm like, eh, I'm not into that. Anyway, Ricky Starks match is happening with the juice and the match doesn't really happen because, uh, the, the bullet club starts and everyone's like looking and it's like, all right. Please don't be someone lame from Bullet Club. Here's and the, the Blade true. Runner, yeah, it's uh, it's amazing. <laughs> Starts hitting and the crowd goes mild now. Uh, but uh, the crowd would go wild again because if you know Pimpy did that, uh, he would have been smart enough to bring Peter with him oh. just to get a pop. Otherwise, it would be pop less. Oh, anyway. he has got
1: a passport for sure.
0: Damn straight. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Switchblade, Jay White comes out. They both uh, beat the shit out of uh, Ricky Starks, and uh, they don't do a too sweet. They just pulled their finger guns up like they're in book club still, and uh, that was pretty much it. There was a after show promo, quick promo he did with uh, Rowdy Piquette, but I haven't had time to watch that. It's probably like, yeah, yeah, I'm here, I'm back, Buddy B with the switchblade or something. I don't know. But yes, I was super happy. I was super excited. I was just like, oh wow, Tony's got an announcement to make in the show? I don't care anymore. I just, like, I've seen all I need to see for Dynamite. But uh, then they just went on to have a really good two-hour Dynamite. And uh, in the middle of that, I'm sure Mr. Ian's really happy. I I don't know whereabouts in in England he's from. I don't know why I don't know that yet. But uh, hopefully he's uh, within spitting distance of being able to go to All In in August on the 27th. My birthday uh, in London. So uh, there's a AEW is going to do a pay-per-view in in England. So uh, that's that's pretty big. Wow.
1: So do you think it's the real Wembley Wembley Stadium Stadium, or is it the Wembley Tennis Courts like where where (laughs) New Japan was at? (laughs) Uh,
0: you, you, You don't say. You don't make a major announcement like that and say Wembley and then mean like like for me, if you say Wembley, I'm like, oh, you mean the place Queen played in the 80s and sold the fuck out of it? yeah all right, cool. Uh, I don't mean I don't think that's where it's where my brain goes straight away I'm like the place Queen played at cool, not the uh oh, go
1: right to the, right to the tennis courts every time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's so i I um you seem very positive about this. I would yes. I am less positive um i I'm happy because this is a a path for Jay to get back to japan there's there's now a clear path for that, you know, however, yeah. He, it's announced that he's signed with WW or with, uh, with AEW, and maybe that's some kind of you know part of this whole big story. You know, Forbidden Door. Obviously, there's implications mm-hmm. there. We'll see what's going to happen, but um, I am not as positive as you. I'm um, concerned, and I'm just kind of like, to me, it's like. I don't know if we'll ever see the Jay White that we've seen in the past. I hope maybe it's a better, different form of Jay White. I just, I don't,
0: I'm not going to watch Dynamite, so. I know you're not. Uh, yeah. I am, so I'll I'll, I'll make sure to keep you in- informed uh, over the uh, over the chat uh, about what happens with Jay White. Uh, I'm excited because it still feeds into my really dumb fantasy dream book of him making a way to Japan and, and all that kind of stuff, so. You know, there's that. It's like, um, what kind of match could he have at Forbidden Door? Why would you sign him and not have him there? I don't care if he lost two matches. They said he couldn't wrestle New Japan guys. Fuck that stupid stuff. Uh, you know, he's he's definitely gonna wrestle at Forbidden Door. He has to, right? So I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty optimistic. I'm, I'm especially now. Like we all thought he was he might be WWE bound. So. That would have sucked for me because, like, unless it's like an outlier show, I go to a mate's place to watch WrestleMania or something. I don't watch any of their products, so I wouldn't have seen him wrestle like every week. Right. And I'm in the same been, boat. So, like so you're in like, the same boat. That's why I At don't least, care. at least you can't. At least you're. At least, hopefully, you can say a bit of relief that he's there and not in the uh, WWE, especially like. I'm like, well, wow, that's a pretty good mania. Uh I, I don't want to watch the RAW after WrestleMania or anything like that, but I'm excited for the fans. They've got a lot of cool shit to springboard off of that. And then I hear about what happened on WWE RAW and it's absolutely awful. And then I see a lot of tweets saying like, wow, this dynamite after WrestleMania is amazing. So uh whew. Don't put Vince back there, man. Like, I don't know, like it seems like they had a lot of goodwill with him out. Like, I don't think it was perfect, but I feel like they were moving, you know, in a good direction. And now I'm just like, oh, Jay does the bullet. I mean, I'm not. Bronson Reed didn't.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, it's I, I can't get mad at people for not wanting to take bumps. You know what I mean? Because like to me, like Bronson Reed's actually made a smart move because he's of course, you know, he's not having to kill himself. And, you know, the fans suffer maybe a little bit. They don't get to see him as much. But I hope he's making lots of money and in New Japan will always be around. So, you know, and I'm sure he'll always be welcome there because he crushed it while he was there. But, you know, I don't know, man. I'm just I also am playing devil's advocate here, of course, because that's what I do and uh you know when everyone's ultra positive about something i'm like hey eh, i don't know i'm going to find
0: out i'm going to drop <laughs> trail on this <laughs> yes.
1: so that's part of it too um so more news another wrestler uh returned uh, to wrestling after who's been gone a long time and wrestled uh, uh mike bailey who we were talking about last week and uh, it was a bushy. he came back to uh josh barnett's bloodsport which is luke's favorite kind of wrestling with no ropes and uh it's all like you know it's all real fighting.
0: i'm sure there's a place for it i'm sure the show was great uh if that's your thing everyone awesome uh i like my wrestling to be a bit more i don't know um wrestling uh (laughs) you know (laughs) uh but it's fine like i don't know i don't care like i'm glad there's a market for this and there's all kinds of different wrestling for people to watch but uh no, uh, blood spot was probably not my sort of thing, but uh, I'm glad Kota Ibushi made a made a return. Uh, I don't know where does he go? Like I don't see him going to WWE. Uh, they'd stifle him there, and you know he doesn't like being stifled. He's definitely not going back to New Japan. All the other New Japan, all the other Japanese feds seem beneath him. Uh, no offense to all you other Japanese feds, but uh, you do. Uh, AEW, I don't know, they were pretty close with in, in New Japan, like, I don't know where where does someone like him yeah, go? Well, o- obviously wherever he wants, but
1: I feel like that anybody that signs him is going to get heat with New Japan right? So Right <laughs> um, But at the same time, we'll know that we'll know if he's, like, blackballed or whatever as soon as he wrestles in Japan or if this goes on for six months and he doesn't, so...
0: It's Takataji Mania featuring (laughs) (laughs) Kushi, I mean, I
1: hope, you know, I hope he doesn't have that kind of nuclear heat, but I don't know. You know he has heat.
0: Dude, dude, (laughs) I feel like they've still got heat on Kushida, and all he did was accidentally get sick. Uh, but... Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's all pretty, pretty cool stuff. Like lots of news. Some yeah, of it. More. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it, there is more.
1: Yeah. So Connor's uh, Clark Connor's just re-signed with New Japan. That's good. Awesome. You know, yeah. hopefully he got paid because you know he's worth it, and that you know gives yes, me hope right that it. like he's one of those guys I worry about because I only see him in the United States. And it's like, ah, but you're a New Japan guy. Go to Japan. Be in Japan. And when he re-signs publicly, that kind of gives me hope
0: that he'll be back. So, yeah. You know. I know Japan's more open now. And people can, from everywhere, can come to New Japan to wrestle. But I want to see him in the best of see city like like, No one better take his spot in that in that tournament. Because, uh, man, Clark has crushed it last year. He even had, like, one of my favorite silly go-to matches against Ryusuke Taguchi, like the battle of the asses was just, oh, (laughs) absolutely fantastic. So I like that he could hang like that, but also have like just really cool hard-hitting junior matches. So yes, more Clark Connors in New Japan is a fucking fantastic thing for me. And for you, I hope. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Well, one more thing before we get into uh, a voicey email, and that is that uh, I mentioned my friend Will earlier. And after we went to the hockey game, he has been trying, we haven't like been able to kind of arrange this for a, a while, but he went to Wrestle Kingdom. And when he was there, he like grabbed a few things for me. And I was, you know, I've been, I've known about it for a while. He's like, yeah, I got you some stuff like cool, but I finally got it and i was just blown away so he handed me this like plastic bag that they give you and it's got the new japan line mark on it and it's like king of sports and shit this is the king of bags and like um, you know it's got all kinds of like paper type print products in it and it's got like things that you get with your ticket there's like a commemorative ticket there's a bunch of coupons for like noodles and stuff <laughs> it's awesome and there's all kinds of like goofy stuff and then there's some fun stuff like a eight by ten of um of enoki but he's like on fire and i don't know what that's supposed to mean is he like in hell or something i
0: don't get it so. see will you stuffed up man if you're gonna get mr andy an eight by eight by ten of enoki it should have been enoki from his grass match with uh was it um, yes
1: grass match. yeah That'd be great.
0: From the island but, of the uh,
1: but the, the you know, IWGP Heavyweight Championship of this group of uh, paper products that I got is an actual program from Wrestle Kingdom 17 at the Tokyo Dome. And it is unbelievable. And I have to tell you about it. So it, Please, first of dude. all, it's gigantic, right? It's like, I don't know, like 20 by 9 or something like that. It's huge. And it's made of amazing stock. And it's very tactile. I'm holding it in my hands right now. And and what I want to tell you about it is that not only is it just full of cool visuals and stuff, but like all the matches are laid out in a really cool fashion. There's like a table of contents. There's a, a, you know, some ads for strong and stuff like that in the beginning. But then we have this big open two page spread on one side, Okada, on the other side is Jay White and below in Japanese, it tells what their kind of like story is and accomplishes coming into the year. And then on the next page, we have a full spread of Okada, and then uh, the next page after that, there's a full spread of uh, Jay White. The rest of the matches are kind of like two pagers, like the like the first page of this one. So on one page, this one I got Will Ospreay, the other page I have uh, Kenny Omega and the five way matches or the four way juniors match. There's all these matches have these like cool visuals like that right but then there's even like an amazing one for the uh Kyrie, uh versus tam nakano match there's uh it's just cool so all right so but then then there's these really amazing uh just collage of pictures of enoki and it's right in the middle right and it's incredible and there's a big long thing about enoki but the the most the kind of coolest thing that i wanted to tell you about was that after all that stuff to tell you about Wrestle Kingdom and stuff like that. There's like a recap of New Japan for the year, right? And it's got, oh, it's got like, cool. it's so great, man. It's these giant photos with all this, you know, like what happened at Wrestle Kingdom last year. And then there's the 50th anniversary celebration. <clears throat> and then there's this amazing like section where each, like it's, it's like these cool blocks. I don't know what you call that in print, but it's a block on a page and it's one color with all this cool print and photos on it and basically each one is is a title and what happened that year with the title it's fucking awesome so then no nice. there is all and this even has the iwgp women's title it's got all of them and then it has a two two page spread with photos and text for each of the major tournaments, so there's the New Japan Cup one, there's the Best of Super Juniors, there's the World Tag League. I know they included that. It even gets two pages too, so that's shocking. But G1 Climax, and it's it's so cool, man. This is like, and then after that, the full roster. It's it's awesome. So it's like it's like scrolling through the page on the website, but you're holding it. So um, the whole roster's on here it you know greater comic, fucking, Gato, cool. fucking, you know all these guys hanare is on here and so <laughs> it, then there's a whole page on factions and then there's a bunch of ads and the ads are incredible i don't know what they say but i love them and i want to buy whatever <laughs> it is they're trying to sell so thank you for letting me indulge in that and i hope that was enjoyable for folks if um if thank you to my buddy will tremendous guy Hell yeah. awesome awesome gift
0: damn straight man that's really cool all right so before we get into the fireworks factory that is uh night one of road to sakura genesis uh should we get into a email?
1: that's right it's the triumphant return luke
2: of dave howard he's fucking back luke andy hey guys it's dave i'm sorry it's been so long lots of life happening lately been incredibly busy Anyways, I am catching up on all your New Japan Cup podcasts. I am enjoying everything you guys have to say about it. Um, Question, though, that I normally leave you guys with. uh, I've seen zero of the New Japan Cup. So if you had to pick three matches for me to watch, which ones would they be? And I'm pretty sure they include the Shooter and uh, ZSJ match. Anyhow, uh, let me have that top three list if you would, please. So I can, uh, just do a quick skim through and watching uh, watch some good wrestling. Thank you, boys. Talk to you later.
0: All right. So it, he does say in his voicemail that he's like, he's catching up on the new Japan cup show. So he hasn't probably heard us uh, talk about everything yet, but, uh, Hey, it'll be here for him by the time he catches up Dave. But, uh, look, I took a look at the bracket just to remind myself. Cause I still had it saved on the, uh, on the hard drive, but, uh, it was pretty easy for me, Ow. yes. Yes, Dave Howard. Zach Sabre Jr. versus Shooter is probably like, yes, watch that match. Do it now. Do it now. Especially before Saturday. Oh, he's listening to this uh, behind. But, uh, yeah, Sakura Genesis, you will see a rematch, rematch but uh, it'll only be 15 minutes. The other matches I went for was, uh, yeah, Hanare versus Ashingo. I thought that was fucking awesome. And uh, I'll speak about uh, them having another awesome match uh, <clears throat> coming up. And then maybe I went Goto versus Fletcher as well. Uh, I thought uh, Fletcher bought something. You you mentioned this a lot, the Aussie effect, but I, I agree with you. Fletcher brought some new shit to, to Goto. Goto looked inspired in the ring and just had a fucking awesome match together. And I'm looking forward to their tag team title match uh, on, on tomorrow night. So, I'd go, I'd go those three in terms of, like, the kind of stuff I like. But then again, I'd also say uh, Evil Jeff Cobb is a fun time. Mark Davis yeah. versus Osprey is really cool. Uh, you know, there's uh, Naito El Phantasmo. Yeah, you can't go wrong with any of those. What about you, Mr. Andy?
1: Well, Luke, I put together for Dave Howard my top five New Japan Cup top matches. Five. So here we go. It's number one. Hinari versus Shingo. That was on your list as well. Number two, Naito versus El Fantasmo. You. Number three, Shota Umino versus Zack Saber Jr. (coughs) Number four, Taichi versus Sonata. Actually, listen, that is a very important match. If you want to understand what's going on with Just Five Guys, Gotta watch Taichi versus Sonata. Very important story Definitely. match. Tremendous match. And my bonus, number five, match from the finals. Isn't even from the New Japan Cup. It's from the finals. Like I said, Leo Rush versus Hiromu.
0: Yeah. Dude, oh, I don't know why I didn't put that up there. Yes. That match was fucking incredible. Yeah, yes, that's a- absolutely. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You got my back. Uh, but yeah. All awesome matches, all in world. Go check them out, Mr. Dave Howard. Thank you very much for your voice email. Now, oh my God, let's do it. We're at Corican, I think, for both nights, if uh, I'm not mistaken. Yeah. The Phantoms of Corican are here, and.
1: Beside uh, your mind.
0: That's right. And we. And we
1: A weird place. We to gonna,
0: be. <laughs> yeah. Get out of my head. Alright, so uh, we start off with a really hot match, and yes, this is not exactly the way I start off a show, but we've got GBH, and by the way, I'm not shitting on both members of GBH, just one of them. It is Togi (laughs) Makabe and Homoki (laughs) Homma, yeah, versus Oscar Luebe and Yuto Nakashima. Homma isn't getting a pin, but he should, because he's been a fucking bump machine and a delight lately. Yeah, I've, yeah, I don't know. I, I've been loving what Honma's been doing. Yes, he's very Honma. He's still kind of very broken and stuff, but man, I, I've just Our been Our really
1: love. To... Our Honma love is well established on this show, Luke.
0: Especially because love. you know what's going to happen in this match. Oh, by the way, Udo has a haircut, so... Whoa! He's progressed. He's progressed, the he's progressed in the uh, Young Lion rankings, I guess, because he's allowed to get a haircut now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He <laughs> he calls out Makabe. Uh, look, the crowd is hot right away. Uh, I think you mentioned that they probably would be at Korokan Hall. Yeah. And then Makabe ta- tags out fast so uh, Honma can uh, pick up the slack and get beat up for a while. Yay. Though I do like uh, seeing Yuto Nakashima stomp on Makabe in the corner. It was great. There's some great young line tag team work on Makabe and Honma. There's double brabs. Oh, yeah. That's great. And, uh, King Kong knee drop for the ending though. And I'm like, fuck you, Mikabe. Hey, Man, the guy guy's bumping his, his ass fish. off night after night. Hama is on every night. Every night. I
1: know. I'm just saying that was respect to Nakashima. He had to take the yeah. King Kong King Kong knee drop to actually get That's put true. down. You know, New haircut,
0: so, and he took the finisher, so right? you know, he's looking so, up. going <laughs> will throw him a bone. He's like, That's cool, bro.
1: You can have it. You know, my finisher sucks. So. <laughs> it, it takes too much, too many years off his life. That's why he doesn't want to do it. So, anyway, all right, next, Luke, we have a six man tag match. And by the way, uh, you forgot to mention, very important, that uh, this is Japanese only, commentary wise, which I kind of yeah. dug. It's been a while since I watched the Japanese only commentary show and it's kind of fun. Um on the second night they did have um the female commentator, and I just can't help but think that the male commentator is just mansplaining to her to the whole time because she's just always going, Oh, my <laughs> that.
0: Inside she's that, thinking like, I watched this, I watched the yes! podcast.
1: I know more like, than you do, asshole. I'm probably misreading that, but it's fun to imagine that. But anyway, so it was kind of fun because you get to <laughs> You know, you get to focus on the wrestling. And I noticed that when it's a Japanese commentary, it almost feels like the ring's louder and the wrestlers themselves are mic'd up more and you can hear them better. And I know that's not true, but it just seems that way. So anyway, so next, Luke, we have a six-man tag match. It's the BC Cuties, which is El Phantasmo and Ishimori. They're tagging <laughs> with Gato versus L.I.J., the future home of El Phantasmo, hopefully Naito, Bushi, and Hiromu. So, um... Nido makes fun of the headbanger, of course, which is pretty fun, and there's all kinds of chanting fun with the crowd and stuff, and it's great, and Nido and ELP, they run in immediately and start, like, trolling each other, which is great. Um, there's, like, ten quick time spots, like, right out of the gate until Bullet Club take over. Um, on the outside, of course, we get heat on Hiromu. And there's a very elaborate back rake from ELP on Hiromu. And everybody gets in the pool. Naito throws Gato out of the ring by the beard, which is fucking amazing. I, <laughs> he was, I mean, it was like it was tough for Naito. He's walking through the aisle with his own style, of course. But he's looking up in that ring. He sees Gato, and he's like, oh, that beard. But then he sees El Phantasmo, and he's like, oh, that stupid dance. I am going to fuck with Nail Phantasmo. He didn't really, but then later on he decided to throw Gato out by the beard. So he got them both, but it was tremendous. So he didn't have to choose. But Bushi gets a huge tag in and beats Gato up like from post to post. <laughs> it's great. So, uh, but Bull Club, they work together and make it seem like Gato's going to get a win on Bushi, but he does not, of course. L.I.J. fend off the bad guys. It's MX on Gato in the end. Uh, There is purple nurples all around. Um, from L.I.J. after the match and Purple Nurple's on the ref and they threaten Milano with the Purple Nurple purple he covers his nipples
0: that's uh, dude I, I, I'm starting to think like the trolling with El Phantasmo and L.I.J. starting to borderline get playful like the kind of uh, ribbing that L.I.J. gives each other borderline like that I'm like put him in that faction Come on, like i know guys guardian, but he fucking. Yeah, like, uh, like I feel like ELP would fit in that faction way more than t Tan does. Like, get out of here. He's not but, uh, a faction. Nah, he's like, nah, <laughs> nah. <laughs> All right, so next we've got Rio High uh, Iwa and Strong Style, which is uh, Minaro Suzuki, Red reader and El Desperado versus the House of Torture, Evil Show. Yujiro uh, and Dick Togo. And Dick Togo comes out in El Desperado's mask. Oh, no. What douchebags. <laughs> and Sho even stomps on it in the ring. Oh There's a God. brawl to start, and House of Torture are total fucking dicks to Ryoha ewa, of course, all standing up on, in the ring with their feet on him. <laughs> it's very brawly for out, with uh, House of Torture staying a step ahead of Strong Style, cutting them off and just wailing away suzuki starts like a corner train on on togo ending with like rio he was doing like a gut wrench and a brab on him but there's brawling all over Corican and a dq and after the match ren gets on the mic and he goes he's like i want a match with no count outs and uh yeah and yeah because this... it, it was a double count out not a dq yeah so that's that's stuff. right sorry yeah this, and this to me Still makes me feel like they're setting up like this gigantic war to happen on the next night, and yeah, we'll talk about that match when we when we get to it. I guess.
1: <laughs> well, I think the they're gonna have their like title match, right? So yeah, we'll talk about that. That'll be fun. But uh, so they add a stipulation to that match, which is no count outs. So next luke we have a six-man tag they're in love with six-man tags by the way on these shows so but this is fun we got great okan and aussie open what a team versus team fisherman and yano okay all right so uh team fisherman they follow the script and yoshihashi needs goto's help uh, leading to you know the what i'm i'm calling the 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 war drums fish barrels now fish barrels And, and uh, Aussie opened their end to do their tag shit and uh, Fletcher kicks, <laughs> kicks one, but not two guys off the apron to prepare. Oh my God. This was one of the best moments of these two shows. All right. Listen, I know that I mark out about the stupidest shit. Sometimes this is tremendous. Great Khan's one of the best wrestlers. So what I'm saying here is that, okay, you got two guys in the corner Uh, you know, uh, uh, the Aussie Open guys are in the ring and they're trying to cut everybody off. So here comes Kyle Fletcher doing his crazy kick. He tries to kick both guys off the apron, but he only gets one. And I think both guys were supposed to get hit because Grado Khan, who's standing in the corner waiting to get tagged in, looks over, sees that, and walks over and knocks the other person off the fucking apron. And I was like, oh my God. That is just, that's fucking tremendous psychology. Just love that. So anyway, that happened. So, Great Okan, he sees that. Like I said, it's just tremendous. I love her. I love it. And Plus, it was Yoshihashi he took out, which made it even sweeter. We get some <laughs> Great O'Con versus Goto, just briefly. It's pretty great. I like it. Uh, Dunksill is in versus Yoshihashi. It's also good. Lots of chops. And then Fletcher versus Yano, and it's fast-paced, goofy shit. I really like it. Dunksill is in for a press slam, where Fletcher kicks him on the way down. So, he picks up Yano and does a press slam. And then Fletcher just kicks him on the way down. Kicking dudes on the way down is one of the most underutilized, just awesome (laughs) adds to a move in pro wrestling. I love to see it in this match. Tremendous. So United Empire are an amazing team. And uh, there's Corey Alice on Yana for the win. I love that match. That was really fun.
0: Dude, one of my favorite spots in this match is like, Great khan has got like that sitting thing on in the corner. I think it's on Goto And... Kyle Fletcher, like the young asshole he is, is tickling Goto's armpit. <laughs> 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 All right, so before the next match happens, we get another a video package. <clears throat> and it's coming towards Earth. What is it? It's a thing coming from the sky. Oh, my God, there's so many ways this video package can, uh, can happen. So, yes, uh, we, we can hear Chris Charlton's voice in this video package. And I know we're making fun of it, but uh, I actually thought it was pretty cool. So, yeah. yay. Yeah, really nice. And uh, we start well, now.
1: Sp- with But speaking of him, sorry to cut you off, but speaking of him. Chris Charlton, this whole night on Twitter, is like, it's fucking Bolton Oleg, like, you know, it's his day, he's fucking coming, and he's like, he, every, like, you know, he'd be like 30 minutes till Bolton Oleg, you know, like 10 minutes till Bolton Oleg, he, he was hyping this dude up so much, it was comical, and I just had to throw that in, because that was really funny.
0: Yeah, he was, because, like, uh, I, I'm i looking at my notes and stuff for this match, and I'm like, oh, yeah, it is Bolton's debut, that's not even what I focus on in my notes, because it's, yes, it is Bolton Oleg, uh, Shuda Umino, and Ryusuke Taguchi versus Zack Sabre Jr., Kosai Vegeta, and the newest member of TMDK, it's Robbie Eagles! Yeah! yeah! And he's, he's got uh, TMDK written on his bum in his uh, loose shorts, and he's got the TMDK shirt on. I'm like, yes. And it's made me go like, Bolton who? Like, What? <laughs> so, like, I'm more, I'm obviously, I'm more excited for uh, for Robbie and his favorite in his favorite faction, his newest faction. Now, uh, and I like that uh, uh perfecting like Euro- European uppercuts, and he's using Taguchi's ass to kind of like perfect that. You know, you gotta you gotta sharpen on some iron there, and he's got a steel butt, so you know, there you go. <laughs> Robbie's also doing some. But European uppercuts and stuff. Oh, my God. He gives a stiff looking kick to, Gu- to Gucci's butt, too. Like, to, to, oh, no. That's Taguchi's style. I'm like, oh, shit. And, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even arse attacks and, like, even. And then he eats a rolling one by Taguchi. This is really fun stuff. This is kind of, like, what I wanted. Like, I like I like how Robbie fits in with, uh, Vegeta and Zack Sabre Jr. They're both, uh, Doing a bit of help for for Vegeta in in kind of perfecting his move base and stuff. Yeah, Bolton's fine. He's good. He's very young line, very beginner young line. He's he's good. Doesn't disappoint. I'm not sure he wows me as much as uh, as he as he does uh, Chris Charlton, but you know it's it's his first night. Like he's got plenty of time. Yeah, that's that's fine. Uh, I my notes are so good that I don't have the end for this, but I'm going to assume that. Bolton Oleg loses somehow. Uh, please yeah, back me so up. So he
1: bra- he put a brav on Zack Saber Jr. And oh, that's a big mistake. Fucking got his arm ripped off. So yeah. <laughs> for that. Yeah. Um.
0: I guess was, for me, my uh, excitement was uh, Robbie in the New Faction, so I was just like, right?
1: we got to see Robbie Eagles versus Shota Umino in this match a little bit, and that was oh,
0: fucking yeah. sweet. Oh, and dude. Sorry to cut you off before we get like any further i'm not going to go too much in the Tamashi card for the melbourne show but you yeah. know what i'm going to see that night everyone i'm going to get to see shingo takagi versus robbie eagles and i'm like whoa what the fuck that's cool yeah. right yep i like it sorry
1: yeah that's good that's gonna be fun that's like next weekend or something right
0: yes yes it is
1: oh it's fucking <laughs> great dude i'm looking forward to that to hearing about that so maybe we'll get another you know uh review of that that'd be a lot of fun but uh, anyway the LA Dojo video package next is is what we have next. And Kushida is there and he's got Kevin Knight and they're like hanging out and they're practicing, you know, calligraphy or writing the Japanese characters and shit. Doing they're doing Tua Lipa. and That's right. Uh, <laughs> Kushida teaches Kevin Knight how to say strong in Japanese. Luke.
0: No, I don't know. <laughs> I thought you had I like 150 that days. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Look, I reckon like I'm doing all right. I've, I've, I'm up to 100 and something day 50 something days. I'm doing pretty good, but I really wish that Joey Lingo had listened to me and incorporated a wrestling component into the the Duolingo because I reckon it'd be so much further ahead. Oh my goodness. <laughs>
1: be like Kevin, Who was it, who's the guy? Uh, Kevin Owens listening to you know Jim Ross. That's yeah. supposedly how he learned English anyway. So uh, so these guys are now called the Jet Setters. And they challenge Catch 22 for the titles, and uh, okay,
0: cool. Hey, I'm cool with that. I'm missing, I'm missing uh, Catch 22, so yep. And I don't see, I don't look, I don't see, and I kind of don't want Kushida and uh, Kevin Knight to be the guys to take the titles off the off the Catch 22 boys. I'm actually really enjoying their run. very happy to, to see it continue actually so uh,
1: yeah that match will be awesome so um oh my God, yes. listen luke all this other shit we've been talking about i don't really care about i was pretending <laughs> because all i care about is what happens next on this show luke. yes <laughs> <laughs> so fucking just five guys have a new entrance, a new theme song, and it is incredible. So we hear you know Taka Michinoko. His voice tells us we already died. <laughs> I was like, damn. And all he says, so what? And all of a sudden, from opposite aisles, here comes fucking just five guys to this music, right? And they meet in the aisle, they put their thumbs together and they head to the fucking ring, man and Sonata's carrying the New Japan Cup trophy with him, which why, the, why isn't that a cup? Um, but, uh, and then Taka tells us they're just five guys and they're gonna change everything after six days. What, Okada? You already die! Luke, what did you think of Just Five Guys entrance?
0: Uh, I marked the fuck out. <laughs> and uh, I was, dude, oh my God, this entrance was so fucking cool. And hey, Sonata did the full change. Hey Tama, got to get rid of your gun stun and get rid of your theme tune. You need two new, new, new. You need, you need get rid of those. Yeah. Sonata hasn't He's done at all.
1: Change from now.
0: He needs to change from now. That's smart. Sonata. New faction, new look, new music, new finishing move, new everything. And oh man, they 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 come out from sides. They're like up in the crowd. All five of them lined up. I think uh, this is where I sort of see the new just five guys T-shirt, and I'm just like, oh my god, yes! <laughs> ah, look so- this up to my face. <laughs> uh, like, oh my god. Yeah. I know we like a lot of wrestlers and a lot of factions, but no, I'm I'm so I, motherfuckers may be so all in on a faction where Sonata's pretty much like the leader of it, and I'm just. <laughs> I love wrestling. I love wrestling. Yeah. If you can make me yeah. change my, my ways on a guy, I don't, I'm sure I'm 100% there yet. But the fact that I'm some of the way there with Sonata, fuck, man, that's huge. That's oh, that's great. This, did, the, did a match happen? Yeah, I guess. But fuck, oh. this entrance was amazing. Oh, pageantry of wrestling, everyone. This was just perfect.
1: So, yeah, uh, You're, your mind's going to change from now. So – um <laughs> so we get we get wato and doki they start the crowd is solidly behind doki they don't give a fuck about wato they're like did you just see that entrance fuck you wato so oh yeah by the way there's a match here it's just five guys versus tiger mask mr uh, master wato yo ishi and okada that's the match <laughs> right so this is a preview match for the uh you know IWGP heavyweight championship uh, matches coming up at sakura genesis so tiger mask is in versus doki 2 uh by the way kanamaru comes to the ring in the fucking big match boots this big match gear it's all silver he looks so cool while he destroys yo on the outside it's awesome so sonata gets in he works over yo we're all cheering him on fuck yo and uh all while giving okada the side eye like he's beating everybody up and hit, giving okada the side eye the whole time and man Sonata's good at giving the side-eye, and Okada's good at selling that he's pissed about the side-eye. So. <laughs> <laughs> then there's submissions on the outside where they hurt more, while tai Chi beats up Yo, I can't ask for more, man. This is great. Fucking Ishii tags in Canadian style and gets one of his awesome tag-ins, and it's great, you know, of course. But, you know, Taichi and Ishii get a little never with it, and I love that. Uh, finally, we get Okada and Sonata, and it's dropkick city and suplexes from the challenger. Tremendous. Okada's a dick using the money clip to slow down Sonata, which is awesome. He's gonna be the heel in this match, I think. So oh, yeah. that's great. Uh, they go back and forth with Okada always coming out on top. Uh, poor Tiger Mask tags in and gets a few moves <laughs> on Sonata, but we know it's coming, you know. And uh, Kanamoro, he wants, uh, Oh, he wants to do junior stuff with Tiger Mask. And they do. And Tiger's team helps him uh, do a hit Tiger Driver because he can't do it on his own. <laughs> like Amaro. So there's a tombstone from Tiger Mask, but Just Five guys use the power of teamwork to beat the fuck out of him. Big dive from Doki on the rest of the other team. Moonsault and Sonata pins Tiger Mask. Aww. But goddamn. What was, a debut for Just I Five. Guys. Ken,
0: I thought it was Amaro on Tiger. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Either way, I was a little nervous because even though they got the awesome entrance, Taka is still in their team. I know Tiger's there, and he's and uh, he's even more pinnable. But uh, yeah, uh, you can't have just five guys come out with their new shit and just lose. Man, this I love this match. Yeah. Just
1: how <clears> do they change from <throat> now if they don't? You know, if they lose, they can't change. For yeah, now that's if right. They
0: lose. No, they definitely can't. All right, man. <laughs> Excuse me, hang on. To
1: uh, so, the um, the internet oh. says that it was, in fact, Yoshinobu Kanemaru who got the pin. You're right. I was confused by the moonsault.
0: That's all right. You had my back with the uh, the uh, TMTK match, and uh, I got you with the Just Five Guys. See, so, yeah, excitement hey, kind of been like, we're excited yeah. for this. How did this end? Now, yeah. Do you have 40 minutes to spare? Uh, I did. Uh, twice, actually. <laughs> uh i wanted to watch this match twice uh not only because i really liked it but uh, also if i'm uh, giving the name of the never open podcast this episode the uh, never hanare podcast i actually want to give this match it's due i probably over noted this but uh it, that's a, a rarity and uh, and all that kind of stuff but here it is it is aaron hanare versus shinko takagi it's a triad match for the king of pro wrestling title now uh the triad match means you got to win three times. You got to get your opponent down for a ten count. You got to pin them, and you got to make them submit in any order. And uh, I do, I will mention this in my notes because it's it's long notes, but I'll do. well mention it here after like they get like uh, a score each. A nice little bingo card pops up in the bottom of the corner and stays there for the whole time, which is nice and uh, pretty pretty useful too. So uh, yeah. All right, dude. So there is there is a slow start but considering how kind of never this match gets I don't mind because there's no way you could go for that speed for 40 minutes so uh, I, I'm uh judge Luke here I, I'm, I'm I'm going to allow this so yes it does have a slow smart start but like it, it doesn't take too long to get going there's like a especially after like a Shingo, Shingo shoulder tackle Shingo throws Hanare into stuff on the outside, then over the railing, and there's like a gnarly bump by Hanari. There, Shingo is uh, like "fuck you" kicks in the back. <laughs> trading, they're trading blows by the fans, incorporating the announcers. They're fighting up in the stands. We haven't seen much of this in the past few years, so I know it's part of like the slow start of them doing like uh, building things up, and they're just you know going through the crowd and all that. But how long? How many times have we seen that? in like the last two years in any matches at all. I know we've seen it here and there, but, man, for this total match. It's a big
1: significance, just... Luke. Like yeah. the, it's historical because they go and slam each other into the east sign, which is like a fucking character at, at Kirk and Hall. So that was great
0: oh my god yeah they almost have a chair jewel and they decide to beat each other up instead after red red shoes warns them off <laughs> back in the ring shingo's like wailing on hanari in the corner then there's a suplex hanari won't let him uh, get up and, uh, sorry hanari won't let him scar so uh shingo attacks him back and <laughs> the shoulder block hanari goes to scar but shingo stops him <laughs> he takes hanari down with a flurry of stiff strikes then then scars I had to do the scar thing, man. That's uh, I'm stealing your shit. <laughs> Kicking Hanare's back and stuff. There's a sliding, pumping bummer. And then uh, Shingo, he goes for a couple of submissions, but Hanare makes it the ropes. There's a, a made in Japan. There's a no. Pop-up Samoan drop is a yes. Hanare takes the corner pad, or, pad off, but not all the way. It's just enough so he can wedge Shingo in there like he's a fucking steel chair. I, That's wild. I was like, man, never dude, seen, dude. I haven't seen that either. What the hell? Like, I hope that's a thing that you do, Hanare, because stacking him in there like a chair and then just bang with all these uh, knees to the gut, repeated, like, knees, and then just does a running knee. Shingo goes to the outside. (laughs) Now it's Hanare's turn to throw Shingo into stuff, then rolls him back in. There's more strikes to Shingo. Then some kind of, like, neck submission by Hanare. Shingo makes it to the ropes. There's a standing scent on, on Shingo. He rips Shingo towards the ropes, but Shingo can barely make it because his ribs are all fucked. Oh man, M- amazing rib selling. Then a blue thunder bomb by Hanari for two. Another mat submission by Hanari. Like there's clubbing blows with Hanari, just holding Shingo down because Shingo's not tapping out. So just, just fucking, yeah, this just stink. put the mat, move back on. <laughs> but uh, Shingo gets a leg submission on making Hanare break to the ropes really fast there's more stiff kicks by Hanare and Shingo is he asks for more and Hanare's like oh yeah all right cool all right I'm gonna kick you more fine fuck you Shingo sucks himself up by head patting the corner pad there's a strike exchange at a and a dragon screw by Shingo bear hug by Hanare and Shingo does this fucking why don't more people do this when they're in the bear hug You just Claps his ears, boxes his ears in. I'm like, oh, ouch. I like oh, that. oh, I really like that. Ouch, there's a Noshigami. A Hanari hits out of a Last of the Dragon, but he's lulled into the DDT. I love that uh, that uh, lulling DDT because Shingo's like, I'm going to lariat the shit out of you. Oh, I don't want that duck. DDT, boom. Always <laughs> love that spot. <laughs> There's uh, Then Shingo transitions into a submission. Hanare makes the ropes. There's a knee drop to Hanare's head, and I'm like, oh, fuck. Cravat by Shingo and a strike and slapping, so just slapping the shit out of each other now. Hanare, he, Hanare does some head butts and a, like he does that awesome punch to the gut thing. Then a hook kick <laughs> and Shingo's great. fucking horse. Oh. Jesus Christ. Shingo gets up before a 10 count. It's a rampage. T- Rampagey! But it's for a two count. And then uh, Ultima on the map, Shingo on the map, on the mat. Shingo can't make it to the ropes, and Red Shoes calls it Hanare 1.5 yeah. submission. And, uh, yeah, Hanare goes for another one, but there's a uh, another rampage, I mean. But then there's, you know, I, I... where am I?
1: That's where we uh, see the bingo card pop up, right? So they've each yeah. scored a fall now. It's like we're almost 20 minutes into it at this point. Oh, Maybe yeah. a little longer. Maybe a little longer yep. than 20
0: minutes. Wow. So I know some of this section is slow, but there's some really good moves and psychology in it, and I appreciated that they did a lot of in the fair in the crowd stuff, because they've never been able to do that for such a long time. So to do that in a big match, awesome. So let me just find one here on point base. Missionary goes for another Rampage tackle, but Oh my God, I love the Japanese call on this. Ramp (laughs) DDT by Shingo. Oh my God, there's a Last of the Dragon, no high knee attempt by Hanari, but he gets powerbombed and choked out by Shingo. So Shingo is won by submission as well. Yes, handy bingo card is well and truly up on the screen. Both men are back to exchanging strikes. They're stumbling around, fucking headbutt city. And Hanare ends it with a knee in the corner, a PK, and a fucking super headbutt. Shingo reverses Streets of Rage into a backslide for the one, two, three. So Shingo is at two points. He's got his pin. He's got his submission. But Hanare, uh, it was just a, it was just a kind of a backslide. So Hanare wasn't really taken out by that. So Hanare gets, gets back the fuck up, hits the Streets of Rage on Shingo, and picks up his two points. So now, uh, now Red Shoes starts a 10 count on Shingo after the pin, but uh, Shingo, he gets up. Uh, more Hanare kicks. They start wailing on each other, hoping for a knockout blow. Uh, Red Shoes, he checks on Shingo uh, after Hanare punches his lights out and starts a 10 count. Oh, my God. I only uh, He only just makes it up. Streets, no. Shingo just crumples. Ultima into a last of the dragon. Both men are down. Shingo picks up Hanari for lariats, Both men are just striking and hanging off each other as they strike. Oh, it's awesome. There's more headbutts, but Shingo takes Hanari down with this fucking mighty lariat. Both men crumple. Both men. Oh, they're making it up. They're making it up, and Hanari just falls right at the last possible second. Edge, you see, no biting stuff. Hanari has a nasty bruise on his shoulder, by the way, and both men are taped up because. For some fucking crazy reason, New Japan had them wrestle for 40 minutes and then made them wrestle <laughs> the next night. Poor bastards. They didn't do much in their matches, by the way, and with good cause. So thanks, Great Khan and the LAJ mates for taking off the slack. This is 40 minutes of never. Never matches usually half that. So, like, I'll give them some of the slow start here, especially because they had some cool spots and psychology in it, which continued on throughout the rest of the match. This is another Shingo amazing king of pro wrestling never style match uh i'm not sure this beats the taichi uh shingo 30 count but this is fucking amazing this is Hanare like hanari was like oh you know just if, in case anyone was saying like oh everyone can have a good match with, with shingo well okay maybe but now, now let's do it again for twice as long yeah with all these different story beats and psychology moments and all of this and just have it just and just pull it off with the timing right at the end. Naro's timing was on point. He was fucking incredible and fantastic. And if this is the man we're getting, he deserves to have this episode named after him. This match was fucking awesome. Uh, this was even more, I think, he's coming out party than um, than the Shingo match uh, in the New Japan Cup. It, it it was fan fucking tastic, and I can see why maybe it's not on Secure Genesis because you probably don't want to have a match like this going for 40 minutes on a on a you know a show with like a Hiroshi and Robbie Eagles and Sonata and Okada wrestling, but oh, fan fucking tastic shit! Both men busted their asses out, high work rate. I, I just I watched this twice just to, so I could be like, look, well, all right, I. I I was watching it the first time, and I just I didn't take notes because I was like, you know what, I kind of just want to watch these two go. And then uh, I was a little little sick during the week, and uh, it was a it was a, maybe a good thing that I was uh, had uh, some pooping problems and had the rums because uh, yeah, oh, because God. we we had so many so many fucking news so many news bits happen. I got to rewatch this forty minute match. You know, it's not like when I usually rewatch a match, like, it's like 20 minutes. It's a, it's a lot easier. I didn't put this on double speed or anything like that. I watched it all in real time. Just wanted to, I want to do it justice because, you know, we're naming it after Hanari and all that kind of stuff. So I fucking loved it. If, in case you haven't guessed, everyone. <laughs> what would you think? Yeah, I enjoyed
1: it quite a bit as well. I think, um, you know, this is an obviously smart stipulation for Hanari because as we know. He has so many ways he can beat you, and this is—he has to have a lot of ways to beat you in this match in particular. So this showcased him. He barely didn't win, you know what I mean? I mean he was basically almost won, and it's like, damn. And I think that one of the reasons why this match works so well is because they kept the things that makes a New Japan title defense great. They let it have its own main event on a, a show like this, that he it needed that, I think. And yeah. they sold the important stuff so well. Like, okay, so there was that, that part where like um, Hanare just fucking beat the ever-loving shit out of uh, uh, Shingo with just closed fists, just fucking punched the shit out of him. And like Shingo got up at 9.999. And that is yeah. rare. Usually countouts, you know, maybe on the outside they'll do one of those, but usually they're in at like 19 and a half or up at nine and a half, not 9.99. So they kind of like did the extra stuff. I mean, Hinari used a bear hug in this match. So extra points for that. I love bear hugs. you kicking his like, ribs and all that kind amazing. of stuff. Yeah. Do the fucking bear that. hug. That was great. And, and like as far as your comment about – you know, this starting slow, these are two, like, big bopper heavyweights in New Japan. Yeah. That's that's what this was. This was, like, two, it was, like, a big man match at first, and, and that's kind of, but then eventually, you know, it turns into, like, the Shingo, like, never style, and I thought Hanari fits right in with that. That's his style. I don't know, man. This is a match made in heaven. I was pissed off when Shingo won. That's how good this was. So, that's I don't how, know, man.
0: That's how good a wrestler Shingo is. Now with Jay over in the AE dubs, uh, I think I've said it before, Shingo's like my fave guy in New Japan Pro Wrestling. And funnily enough, he's also a guy I don't mind seeing. He's not like Jay where every Jay loss, I'm just like, fuck you, everyone. <laughs> uh, he's more like, all right, he won. Awesome. What's, what's his next match going to be? Because that's going to be awesome too. And I feel like that, even if you lose, oh, damn, he lost. How's he going to bounce back from this? It's going to be awesome, too. So they always give Shingo awesome feuds, awesome opponents, and they always lead to awesome matches. So, and, and they're so good, and he's so good. I'm just like, oh, well, they earned that if they beat him. Or if they didn't beat him, they're like, fuck, so close. It's always so close. Like, just that, oh, I missed it by that much, you know, get smart. Oh, <sighs> Fucking, yeah. Oh, <clears throat> yeah. I definitely yeah, I really loved, 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 loved this.
1: Yeah, man. Anyway, I can hard... watch those guys wrestle for 40 minutes anytime. And it didn't seem like no. 40 minutes, honestly. No. It was like, I just, you know, you hear him 20 minutes gone. You hear him say it. And so, you, you know, he you start to think. And, and I think yeah. I was like messaging you, like, man, it couldn't have done this in 30? <laughs> so, <laughs> but, uh, but it worked out great. And uh, I enjoyed it quite a bit. It was it was a tremendous main event, and I think it was the better of the two main events we're going to talk about. So uh, that was great,
0: Luke. Great.
1: What happened mm-hmm. at Ring of Honor?
0: Oh, my goodness. So, uh, yeah, I did say on the Neverrealm that, hey, maybe I should um, give this a watch because Shibata's on. And then um, I'm looking at what day it's, day it's on, and I'm like, oh. Uh, Actually, I'm travelling from my uh, country town all the way to Melbourne on the other side to uh, go visit my mate to watch uh, WrestleMania and all that kind of stuff. So I'm not going to get a chance to watch this. So I have not. However, someone has our back. And it's Mr. Ian. And he has covered Supercard of Honour for us.
2: Hi, Luke and Andy. This is Ian with another Ring of Honour review. This being pay-per-view weekend, there has been a lot of Ring of Honor, and a lot of New Japan on their shows. To avoid this taking half an hour, I'll do the speedy version of the Thursday show and the pre-show, and then go into more detail for Supercard of Honor. Thursday started out with Aussie Open getting a solid win against Tony Nice and Ari Davari, who are both talented but also about the level they were on 205 Live. This was followed by Miyu Yamashita beating Shaza McKenzie. And to assist commentary, I'll repeat that. Miyu. Not Mayu. This is the first time they mess up a wrestler's name tonight, but not the last. Anyway, Miyu is cool as hell, an amazing striker who deserves a better crowd than this. Shaza is also great, and now she's moved to the US, she'll hopefully get chances to prove it. Next up, the Embassy squashed JD Griffey, Dak Draper, and Arjun Singh. J.D. Griffey is an associate of Shane Taylor, and could do some interesting stuff once Toa Leona has finished dismantling him. After this, Airfox and Metalik get their pre-pay-per-view warm-up, beating the infantry. Sean Dean and Carly Bravo are both solid ring technicians and need more than their current passable gimmick. The next match I'll give some time to, as Emi Sakura faces Athena. This was a great match, with both participants seeming to realise that this was someone they could hit every bit as hard as they liked. Emmy spent the whole match innovating painful moves, including a delayed butterfly backbreaker. Commentary spent the whole match getting Mesa and Balian Aki's names wrong. Athena won, kept beating up Emmy, and then Yuka Sakazaki came out to save her, wearing about the biggest pair of jeans I've ever seen. If you remember Jenko jeans from the early 2000s, these were bigger. Lovely match setup, and we seem to have Murder Yuka in full effect, but those jeans, guys. As a fun secondary match, we get an eight-man tag between four of the participants in Friday's ladder match. It's ridiculous. It's designed to build interest, and it did a good job of misdirecting by letting LFI and the Kingdom win over Lucha Bros and Top Flight. Following this we get a great Mark Briscoe promo and a genuine and nice moment with Jay Lethal backstage. We follow on from this with two solid singles matches where the outcome was set in stone. Willie Uta beat Leon Ruffin in a match for established dominance, and El Hijo de Vikingo beat Blake Christian in the flippiest bullshit you've seen this week. I'm sorry, that's the flippiest bullshit you've seen this week so far. More of that on Friday. In our main event, Eddie Kingston beat Christopher Daniels. And, don't get me wrong, this is a good match, but it's also a slow one. The challenge here was to show off Kingston's wrestling ability, but in trying to make him look methodical, they made him look slow. However, post-match Claudio came out to a new theme, and there was genuine tension between the two of them. I ended the show pumped for the pay-per-view, which is, after all, the point. Okay, so very quick comments about the pre-show, which was honestly a damn good little show in its own right. Jeff Cobb made a surprise appearance and killed hot sauce Tracy Williams in a very fun match. Konosuke Takeshita and Willie Mack had an absurd match where both guys looked great and bumped like idiots. Willow Nightingale showed her murderous side by making short work of Miranda Alice, And Stu Grayson made a surprise appearance to kill Slim Jay and parade his corpse around the ring. Oh, and Nigel McGuinness came on commentary, which made the whole thing feel much more like Ring of Honour. And right at the end, with Stu Grayson still in the ring, we got the return of Dutch and Vincent as the Righteous, a pre-TK ROH staple, which was a nice touch but felt like continuity. Okay, so on to the actual show. We open with absolute flippy absurdity. El Hijo de Vikingo defends the AAA Mega Championship against Commander. And this is exactly the slowed-down, story-heavy, map-based grapple-fest you'd expect from these guys. (coughs) Basically, if you've ever played a fighting game and turned on all the mods so your character can jump half a mile and has a near-infinite health bar, that's this match. Spot after spot, both guys hitting 630s, they run along the top rope like it's a line on a carpet. Amazing silly stuff, which is why you bring these guys in. Following this, Christian Metal faced the Embassy for the six man titles. It's a solid match three incredibly athletic guys versus three incredibly savage guys with every bit of carnage you might imagine. It ends with the Embassy winning. I was mildly surprised by this, but it does leave the door open for the question who can beat these guys? Which is a fun one to try and answer before Death Before Dishonor. Next up, Athena faced off against Yuka Sakazaki. I think. I'd built this up a bit too much in my head, as Yuko's one of my favourite Joshis, and I love everything about Athena's character. It was good. It was fast. It had plenty of crazy nonsense, but it didn't quite live up to the match I had in my head. Good, but not great. Both ladies can do better, and I can't wait to see who Athena faces next. Next up, in one of the most anticipated matches of the night, Samoa Joe faced Mark Briscoe for the TV title, and wow was this ever an emotional mauling of a match. It was great and beautifully done. Joe was an unstoppable monster, Mark was the hero of the unbreakable spirit. It was fast and frantic from the start. We got a flipping neckbreaker through a table, and it ended with Mark being beaten so badly that the ref had to stop the match. He wasn't pinned, he didn't give up. I know some people who hated the ending of this match, but I think it's a milestone and a longer story. 2023 Mark Briscoe is the story of matching and honouring the legacy of his brother, and it's a story that needs stumbling blocks. Mark went for the TV title and couldn't get past Joe. Jay Briscoe lost every match for the TV title he had. He lost every match he had with Joe as well, right up until Joe's last match for the company in 2015. But what's the one title, J1, that Mark didn't? The world title. The pieces are right there, we just have to see if ROH puts them together. The next match has none of the story of the last one, but god is it ever an amazing supercard match. Daniel Garcia faces Hiroshi Tanahashi. Garcia was always a great wrestler. What he's grown in the last year is becoming genuinely one of the most entertaining guys to watch in the ring. He's an amazing little shit, constantly stealing the limelight from the ace. Tanner wins, of course, but everything about this match was just great performance. I'm hoping that Garcia is part of the contingent that AEW sent to Best of Super Juniors this year, as he would do wonderfully. I'm going to deal with the Reach for the Sky Ladder match in two parts. First, paradoxically, I'm going to talk about its aftermath. There's a spot in this match, Ironically, the last spot in this match where things go wrong, badly wrong, and Dante Martin gets badly hurt. Don't watch the clip if you haven't seen it, but Martin's leg breaks in a way that 30 years ago would have been career-ending. He gets medical attention immediately, and while he's in a lot of pain, he seems well-supported. That really sucks, and I hope he's back to flying around very soon. Right. With that said, every single other moment in this match is absolutely astounding. Just ridiculous performances from everyone involved. Everyone gets shine, especially Aussie Open. The Kingdom go from being guys who are just there to being amazing and entertaining heels. The match is unquestionably a spot fest, but Every spot leads logically to the next spot. Even the points where it feels like someone should reach the belts, there's a complication that stops from getting there. We even get Alex Abrahantes and Jose the assistant fighting on the outside. It occurs to me midway through this match that Aussie Open are the only team who can face both Los Ingobernables and La Facción Ingobernable. They have a the true forbidden dog. In the end, Lucha Bros take the titles and win their first ROH Championship. After the bell, Mark Briscoe and FTR come out, which is just a lovely moment. Next up, Willa Yuta faces Katsuyori Shibata for the Pure Championship, with John Moxley in his corner. Shibata is the second of the new Three Musketeers to feature on this card, after Tanahashi. I wonder what happened to the third guy? Probably just off surfing somewhere. It's not like his company has a big show this weekend or anything. Anyway, this match is exactly what I wanted this match to be. Bully Yuta using every shortcut, even once he doesn't need to. Shibata as a slowly gathering storm, building in skill and intensity and brutality, until, in the end, Shibata becomes inevitable. After turning Yuta into a PEZ dispenser with a dropkick, he pins him for the three count. In the fifth match since returning from a career-ending injury, almost exactly six years since the title loss that nearly killed him, Katsuyori Shibata is once again a champion. Guys, I have no idea where you go from here, and I'm really excited. Do you get Shibata to take the belt back to Japan? Do you have him defend it on a series of ROH shows against the best that America has to offer? Somewhere in my head, I can see Shibata and Danielson having a pure match at Forbidden Door, and everything about the idea is exciting to me. Finally, in our main event, Eddie Kingston faces off against Claudio Castagnoli. I don't know if anyone saw the package that ROH put out showing the Eddie vs Claudio feud from its early days in Chikara up to today, but it's excellent and drove home how this is a forever rivalry. This is a battle for honour that just so happens to have a belt in the middle of it. Once that shape is established, this match is as good as that suggests. Claudio's indie days were marked by him being a brilliant, unstoppable bully, Eddie's entire career has been marked by him refusing to stay down. Time after time in this match, we got points where it could have gone Eddie's way, where the title on his shoulder would have made perfect sense. Time after time, Claudio was just too much. But in turn, Claudio couldn't put Eddie away. No finisher could do it, and in the end Claudio was left with just spamming pins until one took... It felt unfinished, and that was for very good reason. After the bell, the Blackpool Combat Club surround Eddie, trying to make the win more definitive, except that that brings out Shibata, bringing up the most unlikely pairing you'll see in wrestling. Nothing about this conclusion felt like something being over. Much like the Mark Briscoe loss, I heard people express that this should have been Eddie's time, and I don't think I agree. Blackpool Combat Club has a fall in its future, Eddie needs to reach the top, but for someone like Kingston it's never going to be an easy path. All in all, this was an excellent show, with good matches top to bottom. It needed more women's matches of course, and I'm hopeful of ROH having a strong enough women's division that they can support more than one big story at a time, but this was a solid start. After a string of pay-per-views that were booked like nobody knew what the future held, this one was booked like they had TV coming this Thursday. And in the words of Matt Mercer, is it Thursday yet? Thanks, guys. And until next time, keep it honourable.
0: All right. So, yeah, I kind of wish I had the time to have uh, have watched this. The uh, ladder match sounded amazing. Uh, all that kind of stuff. I love that Lucha Bros won. I love seeing gold on, on my boys. I do. I would love to see both Lucha Bros do singles runs and then um, leave AEW and just wrestle in Japan forever. But that's just me. I'm, I'm crazy like that. But uh, I'll, I'll take seeing them as uh, Ring of Honor tag champs for sure. And I think them being champs will probably bring a bit more eyes onto the new Ring of Honor product. That's for sure. Not only that. Like, all right, how, how good it is, is it for someone like Daniel Garcia? Really young guy up-and-comer. He's really good now. You know he's going to be even better in, in the years to come. And he gets to fucking wrestle Tanahashi. Like, come on, man. On top of the world there, right? Him and uh, who else did Tanahashi wrestle over the weekend? Mike, Mike Bailey? They live in the dream. Didn't Mike yeah. Bailey also wrestle Ibushi on the same day? He
1: did? Yeah, he had a good good fucking run, man.
0: See, I don't know much about this Mike Bailey, but now I know, like, holy shit. Man, what a badass. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Good. And then... And then man, how cool is this for Really Yudo? Wrestling Katsuyori Shibata. Sure, Shibata wins the title, but who cares? You're in a you're in a timeline where Shibata matches are rare. You don't know how many he has in him, like you don't know how clear it is. There's all that uncertainty around him. And here he goes, having a really cool match, pure wrestling style match with Really Uta. And he wins. Fuck yeah. So if New Japan went to something with this guy, Tony's just like, uh, I will. Yep. Thank you.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. It sounds like it was a good show. You know, I there's not much I really am concerned about here. I do like Athena quite a bit, and I hope she does great. And, you know, I don't know. It just seems like her career since leaving the Indies the first time has been – you know, rough, and it's just, I don't know, I don't think she's ever, like, gotten her potential realized or whatever. Also, um, Ian mentioned that Shaza McKenzie was on one of the shows, and that is a, you should know this. Shaza! A, there you go. So, yeah, she's, a you know, Australian, and I saw her on a show, it was, like, the last show before the pandemic or whatever. We were supposed to see her on the, like, we saw her the, at that same promotion like the time before she was supposed to be on that one and she almost got stuck in America. Like she had to fucking like like as soon as it oh, shit started no. shutting down, it was like a movie. She had to like get to the airport and get to Australia because otherwise she was going to be stuck here the whole time. And I imagine a lot of people have stories like that, but it was just wild. I just remember hearing about that and being like, holy shit, you know, we just saw her. But uh, I'm glad she's getting, you know, a look here in Ring of Honor. And sounds like the show was great.
0: Yeah, uh, sounds like a really awesome show. Also, uh, if you're an Australian or you vis- if you if you visit Australia and your name is Sharon, you're going to be called Shazza. That's just the no. law in Australia. Shazza is your name for life. So uh, yeah, sh- 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 any Sharons in Australia, they know they know what I'm talking about. They're they're a Shazza for sure. I
1: like. And, uh, That's pretty cool. Yeah.
0: All right, ma'am. Thank you Mr. Ian. Awesome awesome review as always. It's true. And then uh let's get into yeah. it with, with uh Road to Secure Genesis Night 2 at Corican Hall. Mr. Guy, would you like to start us off? Right.
1: Yes sir. Uh we got Japanese commentary again on this night. You know, the crowd's amazing both these nights. We didn't really, Oh yeah. You you briefly mentioned it, but I mean it's it's they're fucking on fire. So, uh we open with a tag match. It is Ishii and Oscar Lube versus Grayson Khan and Mr. Hanari himself, he's got burger wrap all over his shoulder
0: because he's beat the fuck oh, up yeah. from
1: that match versus Shingo. But man,
0: it was all bruised up by the end of the match too. Yeah.
1: The crowd gave Hanari respect he deserved, which was uh, good, you know. So we get heavyweight shit from the uh, <laughs> from everyone. Oh, that's what that says. So um, you know, everyone in the match is doing heavyweight New Japan shit. It's great. So Greater Khan versus Ishi is amazing. And then uh, the United Empire dies. They beat the shit out of Oscar Lube, which is, of course, and then Ishii's hot tag. It's not perfect, but it's still pretty great. Uh, he and Anari, you know, get a little never. It's pretty great. And nare is selling big time, and it's great because he got, you know, he was in a war last night, so he's selling the war. It's and now he has
0: to fight Ishii.
1: <laughs> right. So Oscar Lube tags in and gets some uh, hope from or gets some mm-hmm something on great and he tries a brab on great okan
0: asshole that's a nah, big really mistake dumb.
1: so hanari ends that with strikes uh, of course and he gets a big power slam on great O'Con. Uh, oscar lube does but then he misses the leg drop sheep killer gut red suplex <laughs> oh my god but oscar kicks out what an asshole and then sheep killer again and he gives up and hanari and ishi they just keep fighting so Greater Khan takes out Ishii so that they can do their thing, you know? And, you know, he yeah. tells us the peasants to bow down and just respect the shit out of Hanari because he has a podcast named after him.
0: That's right. He certainly does. And uh, Greater Khan looking after him there. He's like, yeah, look, dude, you're all banged up to shit. I'll, I'll do a lot of the heavy lifting in this match. And then uh, post-match, oh, you uh, can't have Ishii wreck you even further. I'm just going to take him out and then, all right, get the fuck in here. I need to do my thing. <laughs> I'm getting my shit in, Hanare. I don't give a shit. <laughs> and we've got, uh, next, we've got Master Wato, Yo, and Tiger Mask. Oh my god, that's a, that's what a, a team. team. <laughs> Versus the really hot team of Takamichinoku, Doki, and Yoshinobu yeah. Kanamaru. Here's a bit of uh, Just Five Guys intro before uh, Kanamaru's music hits You'll already die. And then yeah. Just Five Guys! <laughs> oh, man. I like this match. Also makes me feel like, all right. When Wato debuted in New Japan, it, like the people he told him, Hey, what the fuck you doing here? Little bitch. We're Doki and Katamaru. So, uh, they might be faces now, but Wato has not forgotten the way he was treated. <laughs> so I'm like, is he going to be a, a bit of a rival for Doki and Katamaru? Because, uh, I dig it, Mr. Andy. There's a bit of, uh, hey, you might have changed alignments, but you're not in my faction. You're still douchebags to me. So uh, I really like that. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, Wato's definitely like, fuck you, you bully assholes. It's fun stuff. And, yeah, I guess we kind of discuss five guys win every match, even though that's what I want. There's a Vendival on Taka Michinoku, So, yeah, nice little fun stuff.
1: There was a funny thing in that match at the very beginning where, like, Doki gets kicked in the cut by his tiger mask, and he just goes, Oh! <laughs> it, <just, laughs> it was just one of those, like, kicks to the gut to, like, stop someone's movement, you know? <laughs> he just sold it like it was he was going to die and made me laugh. So, All right, next, Dog Luke. Doki already <laughs> died. He already, his gut already died, poop his pants. So uh, next we have a six-man tag, Luke. It is Shota Umino. Yano and Taguchi versus the PC Cuties. They're back in Gato. What a team. I love that. That's great. So Ishimori, he disrespects the sponsor on the corner pad. And ELP acts like he's going to do the opposite. But no, he throws the turnbuckle pad away, sending Yano just chasing after it. So, So there's all kinds of heat on Yano. It's pretty fun. And ELP and Yano have a hair pull purple nurple off thing that's pretty fun in this match. And then we get Shota in versus ELP, and it's fucking tremendous. I'm looking forward to them wrestling one day. So that was great. Taguchi tags in versus Gato and gets noped immediately. It's great. Taguchi's like, yeah, here we go. And like goes for the funky weapon and Gato just walks away. And, then <laughs> and he's like, ha. Ah. it's great. He cusses at him. And then Gato <laughs> does... Uh, Foil the funky weapon several times before Teguchi finally lands one. And uh in the end though, it's O and Garenkle on Gato for the submission victory for Teguchi.
0: Absolutely. Really cool fun stuff. And we had um I think we had uh Zach Saber Jr. having a preview match the night before. Perfect. And and uh and uh Robbie Eagles tagging in that. And then this night, it's the other way around with uh, Zach Saber Jr. doing the preview stuff with uh, with uh Robbie Eagles. So it's a nice little balance there, because uh, I don't know, man, like, where's David Finlay? You think he'd be around for this post stuff and isn't there stories going on? I don't know, man. All I know is <clears throat> with Al Fantasmo, either make this man ingovernable or make him the Bullet Club leader and feud with Shingo and Naito constantly, please uh also as i think i've, I've said this last episode elp's always in japan he's almost there every tour every time uh where, Findlay, where's finland where's my where's tamatonga the never open champion where are all these yes we'll see a lot of these guys at sakura but come on guys come on uh yeah so that's that's kind of where i am with el fantasma i'm like this guy's putting in the work we gotta have something awesome for him in the pipeline please Please, that's where I'm at there. But uh, look, I don't have many notes for this one because it is Honma and Fisherman versus Jeff Cobb and Aussie Open, so you <laughs> already know where this is going. And it's at this point, like I know the next match, next night is like Sakura Genesis so that's happening, but I'm writing my notes. Like it's at this point, I'm I'm at where the preview titles, tag team title stuff it has gone on a little too long. I'm I'm ready for Fisherman versus Aussie Open. Is this a really good match? Yes, I had a blast. And do you think, do you think, though, this is where I wrote this. I forgot to mention it earlier, but I wrote it here. Do you think Honma gets booked more because Makabe won't job unless he has to?
1: Well, Makabe is very busy with his YouTube channel and the TV stuff. So, I mean, he's just—he's very busy, Luke, you see.
0: Oh, yeah, because there's a Coriolis on Honma. <clears throat> I thought it would be a tour of the islands. But no, no tour? Yeah, no tour. No. So we took a Coriolis. So, uh, yeah, dude, I'm mean, in, i into it. Uh, tag team division's been kind of decent lately for New Japan. And, man, Fisherman versus Aussie Open is going to be fucking bananas. Can't wait. And uh, before the next uh, tag match happens, the mysterious promo happens again. The godzilla Oh, God!
1: What are they off-age? doing in the sky? They're coming towards the air. What's going to happen? Oh, my God.
0: So many ways, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know why what? I have to do what? that every time.
1: Batman, I you were not born in the darkness. I was born here.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, so is it, is it is it Yoda Suji, <laughs> or is it a guy Jin we don't really know full well about yet? Like, I don't know. I don't know who this is. There's probably speculations done by a lot of people who take more, pay more detailed attention to New Japan than I do, who probably know oh. who it is already. But I don't know. There's, I'm, I'm happy to find out. I
1: haven't seen any guesses out there. I haven't even seen anybody worried about it. I've, you it, know, so I
0: mean, maybe he, they
1: don't know. what's going from the sky. They don't even care. I care.
0: <laughs> does he come out? Do, does he come out like halfway through like Sakura Genesis or something like that? Or
1: I hope so. But then again, (laughs) I really like these videos. I hope they have like three more and it takes like two months. That'd be great. I like that. But uh, at the same time, you know, Chumpy is here for this next match because you know, it's important. We gotta make sure we get the good ref there. So, L.I.J. Heavy and Hiromu versus uh, TMDK, of course. And uh, this is great. Shigo is selling his battle from Hanara. He's got all kinds of burger wrap all over him. He's made of burger (laughs) wrap. It's hilarious. So we get some hilarious robbie 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 chant shenanigans and some really sweet preview stuff from the juniors uh you know it's awesome tmdk they teach Fujita a little fuck your leg while it's they're getting heat on hiromu that's great and robbie he tries to hit the miller's crossing special but hiromu <clears throat> keeps he keeps getting out of it and uh after trading uh like all kinds of move attempts is finally a falcon arrow that gets shingo and Zack saber jr to tag in those two do tremendous pro wrestling of course and naito's mm. in versus zach and they hate each other but that is not very evident here um fujita gets a bunch of uh shit in on naito and tries the hoverboard lock but naito just gets the rope instantly and Naito um he brabs out Fujita <laughs> but everybody's in the pool and Fujita nearly wins with a roll up and then a the sweet bridging suplex on Naito he his bridge is tremendous like Fujita's bridges is is maybe one of the best of all the like young wrestlers it's great so um then but he falls you know victim to the elbows Nido goes for the elbows and destroys Fujita's momentum and Fujita's face and Nido grabs Fujita the fuck out for the win it's very dramatic
0: but- too it's like because, one of the cruelest Brabs I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, and not only that, well, Fujita's is selling it, man. And Naito and oh, yeah. is a fucking relentless prick. And so the crowd is always behind – the, the Kurrigan crowd in particular is always big time behind the the uh, Young Lions. They're always – because they want to be there the night they get their first win. Because imagine imagine if you were there the night – the Tanahashi got his first win as a young lion I mean like that's what they want they want that experience right so you know they're always just fucking rooting their hearts out for the young Lions so Naito knows that Fujita knows that Fujita's trying to get to the roast but Naito as you say is being extremely cruel as he is want to be And Fujita sells it like a fucking badass tremendous finish
0: there's extra stank on it too because not only does he put Fujita in the Breb he even moves Fujita in the Brab closer oh, to yeah. Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah. just to fuck with Zack Sabre Jr. even more. And I'm just like, oh, my God, he just did the extra stank, and it's fucking, it's both cruel and hilarious. Don't know how I feel about laughing about that, but uh, I did. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, and then there's like a, a the, uh, oh, I I don't know, a big Lebowski on uh, on Hiromi by Robbie at the end. You did The Miller's Crossing. I was just like, what's another Coen Brothers movie? Oh, yeah.
2: There you go. The Miller's That's
0: Crossing good. works a lot better, though. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Next, we have Sonata and Tai Chi <gasps> versus Oka- Okada and Tanahashi. I wrote Okada yeah. and taichi I'm like, what the fuck? Where's my one? What, right? so three- what a
1: What a match! This is crazy!
0: I don't know if you're being sarcastic or not, but uh, I was—I was, i don't know what I was expecting. Uh, maybe a bit more tag team awesomeness, but instead it felt kind of short. Uh, and and this match ends with like Sonata fucking up Okada. It's great preview stuff, by the way. I'm I'm, I'm all in. I want this Okada Sonata. I can't believe I just said that match. But uh, they're fucking each other up on the outside, and uh, Tanner just uh, does what Tanner does and wins with a sneaky roll up. So uh, you know you. Oh, at one point I was disappointed because it's the first time Taichi and Sonata tagged. On the other hand, I'm like, yeah, Tana wins like that all the time. It's fine. You don't really look like look weak you know, getting a sneaky pin from that. But I don't know. It was it was good. <clears throat> I don't know. I just I guess I was going for my boys, but. Uh, my boys bang Sonata into it. Oh, my God.
1: Right. But, but they win. Yeah. They win because their mission was to fuck up Okada.
0: O- Okada. And, yeah.
1: Yeah. And they did, you know, fucking uh, to, uh, to, what's his name? Sonata. He hit a pile driver on the floor, a very safe and very slow pile driver oh, yeah. on the floor. And Okada's like, well, I'm dead now. So that's awesome. You know, they lost <laughs> the match but they won the battle no, uh, that is the yes yeah. exactly so and you know I just I thought it was fun and it was more of what we saw when um Shota Umino and uh Ren Narita faced uh you know the dream team it's that insolence they just they they're fucking around you know they're here to kill you <laughs> and it's great I love that side of those guys so because it's like they're not they're not trying to be entertaining in this match they're just like listen you're gonna die you already died they're trying to take uh itaka shit. so anyway i know I like they that. do
0: yeah yeah
1: so anyway all right here we go fucking you notice this too it's been a long time since we've talked about it i think the six man never tag belts gets the theme song it's fucking rocking man oh.
0: <laughs> Just to cut you off for quickly right there, you mentioned the Six Man Never theme song. I don't know if I mentioned it for the Hanare match, but we get a King of Pro Wrestling theme as well. Yeah, so uh, I just cool. had to put that in there.
1: Well, all of the, you know, that's one of the things. All the belts are like characters. They get their own theme song and everything. It's oh, yeah. awesome. I love that. Uh, it makes the belt seem more important. So here we are. It's the Six Man Never tag belt match. It's no count outs, right? So it's Strong Style versus House of Torture so i'm not sure how i feel about this so like it starts out and rendering is all mad you know and disrespects his own towel he's like "Fuck towels (laughs) there's his towel on the ground and then pimpy and desperado start which i think was a bad choice and it's real boring until it spills into the crowd right now this is really funny so yo is on commentary for this match and evil chooses him for his weird sex dungeon by spray painting hot on him (laughs) (laughs) and and yo looks like such a bitch because he just doesn't do anything (laughs) but if you're on commentary there's an invisible force field that keeps you from doing anything for some reason so oh my god so funny so uh i that made me laugh quite a bit so the east sign gets some action again tonight. They go over the Kurgans you know, Hall east sign and start blasting each other's heads off of it. It's great. That's uh, brawling on the outside, and it goes on for a very long time. Finally, Evil and Suzuki are in the ring, and they're legal. And Suzuki keeps firing up and wants all the smoke, as the kids say. And uh, finally, Ren tags in. And he, you see it here, finally, a lot, and as I'm saying this, because there's a lot of stuff seems like it goes on for ages. So Ren tags in, and he runs wild. And he runs out of people to beat up. It's <laughs> like left alone in the ring. And all the evil, <laughs> the house of torture, like, disappears. They're gone. So Ren goes looking for him. And Desperado, he rats evil out hiding in the crowd, right? So, <laughs> so there's an octopus in the crowd, which is pretty fun. <laughs> house of Torture, they keep going, uh, ganging up on the Strong Style guys, right? And Togo's still wearing the Desperado mask and keeps interfering. There's a ref bump and a pimp cane on Desperado, and you're thinking, oh, it's over. But show, com- show comes in and hits a lung blower, but his leg is fucked up by the lung blower, and, and Desperado kicks out of his pin. There's a garrote um, from Togo, and, on- and then Suzuki comes in to save Desperado. Yakuza kicks for everybody. This is a big high point in the match. And finally, it's P.J. Loco on show for the win. Um... Man, I really hope this is over now. And uh, so after the match, Strong Stop beat the shit out of House of Torture. Just leave him laying there. And Suzuki gives the mic to Ren for the go-home promo. Luke, what'd you think?
0: This was fine. I don't dislike it because it's a House of Torture match. I like House of Torture. I don't know. Like, you even mentioned it a couple of times in your notes. Know like, some of the choices and the timing just wasn't there for me. Like, why are you starting with Jiro? This match is supposed to start like a fucking war, isn't it? Like, they spray-painted your asses and took your mask and all this kind of stuff. Should be coming out screaming bloody murder and stuff like that instead. Let's start with your Giro. What? 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 He's no. On the team. <clears throat> yeah, he's on the team. But you have either show or – you have show start the match, get the upper hand, and then you, after maybe a little feeling out process with Despie or something then you ha- then you have show get the upper hand and then tag in Yujiro then Yujiro can be a, like a total dick going ah oh, we're in control now that's how I kind of start but, or i just would have had one i, I would have had strong style um, just kanamaro gambit the shit out of house of torture and just fucking go for it i don't know it, it just it, there's a fun factor to this match for sure but I thought this match was just it was going to just go because of just how uh, riled up Strong Style was, and instead they it wasn't quite like that. Is it a bad match? No, I was entertained by it. It was fine, but uh, <clears throat> like it, it was nothing compared to the forty match, forty minute just like Never Style match we had the previous night. It was, maybe it was never going to be, but I don't know. Something was generally missing here, and I know it's maybe just a couple of choices here and there because these these guys have timing. They know they know what to do. They know what they're doing and stuff. I just yeah, I don't know. It's my rambling way of saying this doesn't really click with me. I'm you trying not to show what Yeah,
1: what? It was missing a dog cage or something silly like that. You know what mm. I mean? That's what of was missing. Is that like it's just. It needed something a little extra, you know, they tried to do the no count out thing, which allowed them to go in the crowd a little bit, but it didn't do anything else, you know. So, I would have had maybe
0: falls it, count it, anywhere to maybe add that yeah, little extra.
1: That would have been fun and actually get some pins out there and you got Red Shoes running around out there trying to, you know, make the counts and stuff. That'd be fun. Um, But I, I think that they, I don't know. I just feel like that they, it, it, this one just didn't didn't land like uh their other i think their other one was better in my opinion but at the same time the crowd really loved it the right team won Uh and here we are please be over please be over now it's like why can't it's like show only gets infused that are endless you know what i mean let's come on like let's give this guy something else to do that isn't just an endless feud for somebody else so hopefully we'll get to see you know who? of the torture's gonna wrestle next on Sakura Genesis? And we'll get to see who Strong Styles can defend their titles against next.
0: Absolutely, uh, I can't wait. I'm um, uh, interested. United December. Empire. Oh, yeah, me too. They got enough guys to uh, to to loan three to the uh, the uh, six man division. Why not? Uh, I I would love that. Uh, yeah, you know it's it's funny like. Well, I, I really enjoyed the previous to this, and then the match happened. and Oh, okay. And, yeah, House of Torture matches, uh, feuds. Why, why, did, oh, why are they the only faction that have feuds for going too long? Why are they the only ones?
1: Oh, Chaos does too. Don't worry. Oh yeah, that was that's true with House of Torture. So.
0: Yeah. All right. So we have covered both nights of Sakura Genesis. We've had a wonderful voice email by Mr. Ian. We've had a really fun voice email by Mr. Dave Howard. So let's wrap this up. We'll get close to finishing off with a a wrestler diary. Uh, We actually have two in our uh, pipeline here, both from from, uh, good listener Jamie. So uh, we'll do one of them. We'll save the other one for the next show because we're pretty jam-packed today, uh, Jay. So uh, we're going to do Yoshihashi. Yes, it's his second diary entry that we've read out on the show. Uh, he's, oh, he's used that. He's using the really sad alleyway photo again. Mr. <laughs> yes, guy, have you noticed that?
1: I did. It's just this. It's this picture of Yoshihashi in, in an alley, and he's just like, here I am by myself again.
0: Yeah. In an alleyway. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna get some of this uh, Yoshihashi sadness in the uh, email too, by the way. But. Uh, in the email, in the diary entry. So, yes, we've been reading diary entries that Jay sends us. And this is another in our latest. And it is episode 165. The other side of limitation is admiration. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, and uh, it is from March 15th, 2023. All right, here we go. One day, I went to a photo shoot. It was just me and Goto San in the waiting room. Before entering the studio, I ate oatmeal with a little extra milk at home. And then you get to get to see a photo of uh Yoshihashi's eggs. Dang. He's got a what looks like a mandarin. Looks uh, fucking oatmeal. delicious, doesn't it? Yeah. It's very neat. Um, does. I mean, like I'd put some toast in there, maybe some Vegemite somewhere, some orange juice, I don't know. Bacon. That's just me. Anyway. Maybe because I drank too much milk, I suddenly started to feel sick and couldn't stop farting. While I was in the waiting room with Goto San, I couldn't help but let out a loud fart. I'm done for. I stuck a glance at Goto san out of the corner of my eye. No reaction. What? Don't tell me you didn't hear it. Then a little while later he said You're a great farter. Farting in front of us. <laughs> Farting in front of a senpai is completely rude, but I couldn't help myself. A little while later, the same loud fart came out again. This time he didn't pause at all. Not again, he said. Once again, a little later, I farted again. It's amazing. Again? What's going on? to san said. My farts didn't stop. And the same power of farts erupted again. (laughs) Then Goto-san said. At least you've not got indigestion. I farted so much. <laughs> it could have been considered abuse, but Goto San was very gracious. By the way, I like that like all of this started by a little bit of extra milk. <laughs> he didn't have extra he didn't have fucking beans with his breakfast or anything like that. He had extra milk, and that was set him like off for the gallon? day of doing fucking like lawnmower farts or some shit. Oh, my God. Back on March 6th, New Japan Pro Wrestling's anniversary show was held. After breakfast, I hope you didn't have extra milk. I felt sick but decided to go to my match anyway. Oh, I'm glad you did. It's your fucking job. What would happen, what would happen if I got a stomachache during such an important match? Yeah, you know what? Uh oh, my fart. <laughs> uh, what would be worse, him, him farting in, during a match or uh, Yo pissing himself?
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, they'd be on the same team. The tag match, <laughs> happened at the same time.
0: <laughs> As it was, it cleared up just before the match, and everything turned out to be all right. The match was very emotion- was a very emotional and passionate one. Even before the bell rang, I was able to successfully defend my IWGP tag titles against two of the greatest wrestlers of all time. That's true. It's a feeling I can't put into words. It was a day that made me feel even stronger, and that wow. I will never forget my original intentions, and will continue to move forward and do my best.
1: What is he <laughs> He's talking about wrestling.
0: Yeah. It's not during like his tour. <laughs> no, no. Get back to the farts. Uh, during his tour, <laughs> we had a day in Kyoto, and I myself stayed in Kyoto for the first time in probably several years. A classmate of mine runs a famous restaurant in Kyoto that regularly appears in magazine features, so I wanted to go there if I ever had the chance. I invited to Yo to. I invited Yo to go to the shop. Oh with me.
1: God! What a pair. Can you imagine God. running across them in a shop? You'd fall asleep. You'd look at them and just fall asleep.
0: Oh, my Fart. God. You, 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 <laughs> one's constantly farting. The other one's running to the piss. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm glad, Go- I'm glad Godo decided not to join them. <laughs>
1: He's like, no, I won't do this. That's what
0: Yo's just standing there watching Yoshihashi order a uh, cup of coffee with extra milk. He's like, oh, (laughs) God, don't do it. (laughs) Because Yoshihashi
1: is watching him sip on coffee at all and it's like, don't do
0: that. (laughs) Don't have any kind of liquids, yo. God, I know what you like. And uh, yeah, because it was busy on the roads. Because it was Sunday, the roads were very busy and we arrived later than expected. So the first thing yo did was go pee. No, uh, we arrived at the restaurant a little bit unsure whether we'd be able to get to eat since the restaurant was probably crowded. Just when the first seating was over and the customers were starting to leave, we were able to get a couple of seats.
1: Oh, riveting. (laughs) Riveting
0: I know. I hadn't seen him in 23 years, and I got to talk to him over the counter. He probably didn't even know who I was. I gained about 40 kilos since we last met, so there's no way you could tell who I was. When we were leaving after dinner, I said, we used to be classmates, and he immediately recognized me. I didn't recognize you at all, but (laughs) you knew that I was a wrestler at least. I'm glad to see my old, oh, so he, he, Yoshihashi's not his real name? Oh, wow. (laughs) I'm glad to see my old classmates are doing so well for themselves. I thought to myself, I'm not going to lose to my classmates. I'm going to work as hard as I can to be a success. And then you see a photo of Yoshihashi in Crocs, which is a big no-no for me. I think they're the worst shoes in, in history. And he's, he loves his man bag. He's got it over his shoulder again. Daggy yeah. ass looking shorts. And I guess that's the restaurant owner next to him. Yeah. And and I like He starts off strong. And then he ends off boring. So, uh, which for, for us reading it is just fucking hilarious. Because like uh, we can rag on the farts and then he gets really boring. And we can just rag on how boring he is. But uh,
1: Well, he, he just, he went on too long. You know what I mean? That's the problem. Right. It's like he, like you said, he was going strong. He was like, he had this is awesome rising action. We got a nice little story about him and, and Farts. That's it. You're done. Stop. <laughs> you know, I, if you want to talk about the match and talk about how much it meant to you, that's great. Just end it there. But no, he's like, oh, by the way, this guy thinks he's better than me. And he owns a restaurant. So I went there. I fucking showed up at his restaurant. And I was With worried I was to eat. I but I came room. in. And I was like, oh, you don't recognize me, do you? Oh, I'm a wrestler. Let's get a picture together, bitch. And that's what happened. Oh, you don't recognize
0: me? Yo, do your thing. And Yo just starts fucking pissing everywhere.
1: (laughs) He probably, he said, you don't recognize me. And the guy's like, no, I don't. And he just stared at him and just let one loose and farted. And he's like, I recognize that.
0: (laughs) I'm in New Japan. Oh. Oh, yeah, cool what faction are you with? Uh, Chaos? Oh, yeah. Um, I know, akata Goto, just runs down all the guys. Like, who's left? Yeah. Uh, Oh, Yoshihashi. Oh.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I got in an argument know. on Twitter today with Justin Dortch, that motherfucker. He said that Chaos was a good faction because I was like, fuck Chaos. And he's like, oh, they're good. They have the champion in their faction and these other guys. And I'm like, yeah, but
0: Yeah, well, it's uh, uh, (laughs) uh, one of our. uh, I don't know if he still don't know if he listens to this day, but uh, Tweety Interactor, Mister Mister Price, he loves himself some chaos as well. So, uh, you know, there there is that. There are that people like that. uh, They they exist, and uh, it's fine.
1: Yeah, I mean that's fine. You're allowed to exist, but don't be arguing with me on Twitter when you your team you're defending has yo on it. Okay. So, get out of here. Don't be defending your team when Goto is a member of your team. Okay? Just saying.
0: Yeah, that's... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's how I feel with House of Torture. Like, I really like them, but then I have to, like, realize that... Yichiro. Yichiro. Yeah. Yeah, Show me the perfect faction. Yeah. The, the team that no psh, no Lamos in it uh, oh, okay, the Empire I guess Empire, IJ, yeah, maybe. yeah. all right, fine yeah. yeah, yeah, all right, I just did it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did it that's too, awesome
1: so, yeah. man, I'm excited for just Secure like Genesis it's soon, you know and okay. uh, we should both be live for that, I think, so that'll be fun um, I'm excited I mean yeah, we're gonna see Hikaleo return. We're gonna see Akira return. We're gonna see Finley start a feud with Hikaleo. We're gonna see all kinds of fun stuff. it will be great. I can't wait.
0: Absolutely. In fact, uh, I'm so excited. Oh, I'm just like, all right. I don't know what I don't know what this is, but the first match is the Shinichi Championship Grand oh, yeah. Prix Celebration Match.
1: I can explain that. So that's that's a famous television show in new, in in not in new japan in japan excuse me and uh basically i, I guess do that all the time it, you get the like like you can win the opportunity to get a feature on that show and it's a very famous uh tv show and so i guess they're filming i, I mean i'm just guessing about this part but maybe they're filming that for this tv show and that's going to be the segment all right but what i do know for sure is that the segment is about famous pro wrestling entrance themes and so in honor of that the match the participants of the match will not be announced they will be announced by their theme so basically you won't know who's going to be in it or what the stakes are until it happens so that's kind of what we're we'll know who's going to be in this match by hearing their theme when they walk out so kind of cool i like that
0: nice all right, we got uh, something that you wanted, uh, and hell, I wanted too. We got some House of Torture Empire action. It's uh, Akira, Hanare, Cobb versus Show, Yajiro, and Evil. I think Akira is a little too busy with the uh, Catch Two Two stuff, but not yeah.
1: what I wanted, but okay.
0: So I'll okay. take two belts, Akira. I don't mind. Uh, I was
1: saying Strong Style versus uh, versus. Uh, oh,
0: that's know. right. Strong Style have the titles. That's right.
1: I'm oh put man. put words in my
0: mouth. Come on. Sorry, ma'am. But that's still going to be a blast. And uh, and hopefully, uh, Yujiro is pinned by everyone, including yeah. the uh, House Torture guys. Why not?
1: Stack him up on that... himself
0: and do the Bushiruni on top of him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we got Bushi, Shingo, and Naito versus Doki, Katamaru, and Taichi. Ooh, some L.I.J. Just one guys, actually. Like Hell it. yeah. I like it. Yep. We've got uh Wato Hicaleo, hey, he's back. Tamatonga, oh, the Never a Champion is back versus ELP, Kenta, and David Finlay. Uh, one of those bullet club guys <laughs> is gonna challenge Tamatonga for the he, he, I feel like Tama has to lose that match, right? Ah
1: uh, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I just feel like that, you know, like I said before, uh Jay Jay White is gonna do or excuse me, Finley's gonna do all the things that Jay White couldn't do. So Jay White couldn't beat Hikaleo, so maybe Hikaleo's next.
0: So. Ah, nice. And and I will take either ELP or Kenta wrestling against uh, Tamatanga for the NEVER title. Why not? Please, I think that'd be a good match. Come on,
1: Kenta. But he's already Kenta champion. Be, It'll, it'd be great if yeah. he's ELP.
0: Yeah, so. And uh, we've got our IWGP Women's Championship match. We've got Mercedes Monet, the champion, versus Hazuki. Uh, and I don't think it's pronounced as AZM or AZM. I think the, she's got a pronunciation for that, that I don't know. So sorry, everyone, but it's oh, uh, mercedes Money versus AZM and Hazuki. I don't know why it's a triple threat match now, but um, uh, no, no, I get exposed to two side wrestlers instead of one. Oh no. What a, what a bad thing to have happened to me. <laughs> then we got the TV title match. ZSJ to Umino tag title so- match.
1: Did you hear this? Okay, so Zack Sabre Jr. said that if uh, Shota Umino will beat him in ten minutes, that he'll retire. So, that's what he said. So he said oh, he'd retire because he wouldn't be worth a shit anymore. So
0: <laughs> oh, I love the story of that match. Uh, Shooter can beat him in twice the time. Now he's going to do it in half the time. I Love that story.
1: I kind of uh, wish. I kind of hope Shooter wins. You know, I kind of hope he wins. I think that'd be a great way. You know, uh, I don't know. Their match was so good. I know he's not going to win, but it would be cool if he won. So, just saying.
0: Yeah, I'm happy either way. I know they've all, They'll always have something good for Zach Saber Jr. to do. Uh, in my opinion, he's one of their top guys. Uh,
1: he is. He is, out. man. He he has a had a consistent story since he tagged up with Tai Chi. So yep. you're right.
0: Absolutely. Uh, we've got uh, Yoshihashi and Goto, the the Fisherman Bishamon Fisherman versus Aussie Open. Ah, I'm I'm gonna love this match. Uh, it'll be good. I won't be. I want my. I like I like the Bishamon team. No secret. But yeah. Dunkzilla and Carl uh, Fletcher, the Aussie Open Aussie boys, first Aussie IWGP Tag Team Title holders. Make it happen, please. Make it so. Then we've got uh, Hiromi Takahashi versus Robbie Eagles. Oh. Oh. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be awesome. And then we've got what well, is probably going to end up being our 40-minute, excuse me, main event, Okada versus Sonata. Should be an awesome night, man. And it's not too far away.
1: I think we'll enjoy that main event because we want Sonata to win so much. And I think that's the key to enjoying that match. You know what I mean? Because he, effect. because he probably won't win, but at the same time, that's what's going to carry you through it. You know, as far as like emotional levels and highs and lows and stuff, I think that's going to make moves actually matter. So I, I enjoy the story. I think it's great. It'd be amazing if Sonata won. He's not going to win. But I mean, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be fun pretending he might.
0: I... <clears throat> I kind of can't see the title changing hands until maybe after Forbidden Door or something. But I don't know. I'd love to see Sonata win. I can't believe I said that. I can't believe I keep saying that every time I say Sonata's name. But I don't know, I love the Just Five Guys Seeing I can't just have the title many a time. And the last time this poor bastard held a singles title, he had to give it up immediately because his eye got crushed in. Remember that? Yeah, Sonata sure. with his, the United States title, that cursed belt. So, uh, yeah, I, and Sonata would be a new guy to have that title. So, yeah. hey, I'm always saying someone new, someone new, <laughs> someone new, please. So, so uh, I I don't
1: think I don't think Okada's losing the title to wrestling nah. him next year. That's my that's would be my kind of feeling because I think that they wanted it's to do that year. before, but they but the Jay White thing had to happen, so that got kind of put on hold. I think so. I think this is the year where he's going to hold it the whole year.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, I've, I've kind of strapped myself in for that and been like, well, and, and I'm also got it in the back of my mind that it is just five guys and maybe that story of them coming close and then having our hearts broken is going to be a bit of a thing. Yeah. We we shall see. But but, I uh, mean, we're just
1: five yeah. guys, but so what?
0: <laughs> That's right. driver to the floor, Carter. You already died.
1: <laughs> he already died. We saw it.
0: Oh, my goodness. And I know we from didn't have to do that little today? rundown, but uh, I was just having so much fun chit-chatting with you, but I thought I could make this go for another 10 minutes. And uh, <laughs> you I can I always make that. it go for another 10 minutes. You know, <laughs> I mean, I
1: saw John Wick. We could talk about that.
0: <laughs> so. Dude, I'm halfway through the first season of the show called Yellow Jackets.
1: Oh, yeah, that's a wild show, man. It's like uh, these people crash, right? And then, but we see them in the future, and some of them live and some of them don't. And some of them are like, there's like some fucking spiritual shit going on, and it's wild, man. That's a cool show.
0: Yeah. So, uh we're halfway through that season, and it's gnarly, man. Like, I guess you got both um, Juliet Lewis, who's like, if you grew up in the 90s like we did, you would have seen her in all sorts of cool shit, natural born killers. Uh, uh what from dusk dawn all, yeah, sorts of, Dust all sorts of all sorts of really dawn. cool stuff so
1: yeah she was in parenthood oh. i think and maybe father of the bride or something like that she's in she's in all kinds of stuff she's great
0: she's awesome and then you got christina yeah. ritchie who's pretty damn good too but after those two the rest of the cast is fucking awesome melanie linsky's in this and i i loved her from castle rock which was a stephen king oh yeah based show it wasn't based on any of the novels it was just based on concepts that he created in the books and i I just thought they'd use that to yeah they can it after two seasons unfortunately but i loved it and i think it's still worth watching it they both both seasons tell a pretty full story and you got lizzie kaplan playing kathy bates in season two and she's amazing she's tremendous yeah she's great oh dude she's so good but uh That's, that's, uh there you go. You just got a taste of some of our next uh, Never Realm chat. And hopefully by the next Never Realm, my sister's coming over this weekend. Uh, yeah. we can, I can lock down you? Creed and uh, Creed 3. So, yeah. All right. Unless Mr. Guy has uh, anything he'd like to add, uh, be it Netherstyle or New Japan Pro Wrestling. In, uh, oh, who is it? Uh, in, in Gato, we trust.